My name is James Rowlands, and I am a lifelong wrestling fan. In 2015, I started a podcast with my friend, Dan White, reviewing the WWE Network and seeing if it's worth the $9.99 a month. It was. And since then, every month, we watch the latest WWE pay-per-views, NXT, and now 205 Live. Still continuing our journey through the network, watching ECW, WCW, and all its classic content. Until we've watched it all, we are with you, and we are the WNR. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by... Dan White. And it is episode 86 today, and it is the WWE Network roundup of the month. We'll have NXT Update and the uh, 205 Catch-Up and all the other programs and stuff that's happened on the network in January. With NXT Update, when does that start, Dan? Now! So we are back after the new year to catch up on all this NXT goodness. When we had last left it, a fatal four-way was announced for this episode. My man Bobby Roode went up against... My man, Boy Sien. And Roderick Strong. But what of the underdog, Ty Dillinger? Could it be a perfect 10 for him tonight? Well, let's get the action started. And also on last week's episode, we should say Daria Bonetto. Uh, she wanted revenge of Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Did she get it, Dan? Um, in a word... No. No, but Daria has a different look and does stand out. And the three-minute match against Billy. But yeah, and Daria made a comeback and unleashed a barrage of punches, but Peyton Royce pulled Daria, uh, pulled Daria out and after a cheap shot threw him for Billy to hit a big boot for the win. Yeah, and Billy said, this is a lesson to everyone in this division. Oscar, you said there is no competition. There is no competition. Find the guts and fight us. I think even in a two-on-one match with Oscar, it would be a shorter match than the one we just watched, Dan. Uh, yes, indeed. And that was the Authors of Pain against Ortungan and Bowens. Yes, and sickening. He was seriously fucked up. I mean, that was just horrible, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, they high-fived each other in a powerbomb kind of position and slammed their opponents to the mat, one on top of the other. And, yeah, they looked in serious pain and the referee had to stop the match. Yeah, and uh, Ellering afterwards says they're going to be NXT tag team champions for NXT TakeOver. Oscar, interviewed backstage, said Kay and Royce were no competition as Nikki Cross was lurking behind her. Is that Oscar's next challenger, perhaps? Well, maybe so. be interesting to see what they do with the NXT Women's title, but it is main event time. And what a way, like we say, to uh, start NXT update for the year with this huge fight four-way match. And let's just see this glorious entry, shall we? It's been so it's been too long.
It is the man in NXT, the future number one contender, Bobby Roode. Oh, my word. See, look, best entrance in NXT. It is without a doubt. Bobby Roode is out here. And you said he looked like Curtis Axel. Well, it might look similar, but this man is a completely different type of animal. Of NXT, 2017's man will be Bobby Roode. I've no doubt in my mind. But it's a big match tonight, Dan, and he's going to go against three tough guys. Well, you know, there's, it's definitely going to be a tough challenge for Roode for him to try and overcome these three guys. Or, you know, it could be anyone, anyone's game. I mean, Sien could be your new number one contender. 311, boy, you know, we make it everywhere. Well, exactly, that's what you're saying. It could, it could be CN. Titan, as you can finally get his moment in this big stage and become number one contender, finally get his match against Nakamura for the title. Well, like we say, the wild card, Vodic's strong in this one, isn't he? Yeah, and it's the only way that Bobby Roode, though, he could be the number one in NXT is if Oscar and Shinsuke Nakamura went off to WWE. Oh, went off to WWE. Well, I, I think that their time is, is coming. Look at him. Look how beautiful he looks. Just uh, just knows what he's doing, doesn't he? Uh, well, yeah, but it will become a time when Oscar and Nakamura do go up to the main roster and then that's when you say Bobby Roode and we'll see what happens with the, the women's match as well. So Roderick Strong. Uh, Roderick Strong was the guy that came in. He was used to be in Ring of Honor, teamed up with Austin Aries in the Dusty Classic. Austin oh, Aries got yeah. injured. He came through. A guy who's known as... Um, Using his knees very well. Got great backbreakers. Well, the king of the backbreakers, they call him. As we see perfect 10 times Dillinger coming out. And what a huge moment it could be for Ty. Like we say, coming so close. Are you becoming a fan of Ty Dillinger as NXT goes forward? I don't, I don't know. You know, I've not really seen anything outstanding from him. Yeah, he's really over and his 10 chant is getting everywhere. But once upon a time, Fandango's chant was like on... British television, you know what I mean? So yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Things get around, um, but yeah, you know, he seems to be the lovable underdog character that everyone loves. So perhaps there is potential for him. Well, yes, it'd be interesting what to do, Tyler Dillinger. Let's get this match started now. Come on now. Right here we go. So all the eggs in the basket. So Dan, if you had to pick one of these guys to go through and face Nakamura, one that would make sense, one that you'd like to see, who would it be? I think Ty Dillinger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not taking anything away from Cien, you know, he's, yeah. he's the 311 boy, but I don't rate him too highly at the moment. It was good to see his hill streak come in and, you know, he is starting to get a bit of momentum, but I think he needs to come into his character a bit more till he's a, until he's worthy of being a challenger. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no, so he's got a lot of one. It'll be interesting to see him developing that character as we go along. Early, early going rude, rolls to the outside and... Stops the action. Yes, and Roderick Strong, I think he's a bit of an underdog. You know, he's he, he could be a bit of a dark horse. Someone yeah. that slips through, you know, he's been relatively quiet as of late. You know, he, he had his recent tag team in with Austin Aries. Yeah, most definitely. With Roderick Strong, it'd be interesting to see what they do. So, keys to victory for each man in this one, then. I mean, we've got four men in there. What do they each have to do? we we'll start off with uh, Bobby Roode. What does Roode have to do to that? Um, I think he just has to try and avoid getting hurt early on and you know it's pretty much the same as everyone try and wear your opponents down and or even try and sneak a quick win yeah I'm involved in a lot of the action here you know what i mean he's not one to take a lot of punishment is he uh no i've noted before that he is a pussy 
walked away from you know his tag team partner who was getting beaten down because he was a pussy. Yeah, well, and to speak of this tag team partner, one guy that's not, it's Ty Dillinger, like we say, can take a bit of a beating. What does he have to do to get the victory tonight? I think for him it's, I don't know, try and sneak a victory, I suppose. You know, try and use his true underdog ability to get into, you know, get a, get a victory. Yeah, that would be interesting to see. Uh, CN, was the uh... Just go with a 311 magic. But, you know, he seems to be in a bit of control here, taking on strong. Yeah, I think CN's uh, like game plan with this one, we see trying to take Rude and Ty to the outside. You know, Rude and Ty got history, haven't they? So they maybe get caught up in that. And CN strong, maybe in the middle of the ring, like, say, get quick elimination. Do you reckon CN is strong as a weaker opponent, the easier... Yeah, I think they both. Will, I think they both see each other. You know, I think Strong will think, well, if I'm going to beat anybody, it'll be CN the same way round as well. You know, because Ty Dillinger's over at the moment. You know, it's it probably would be easier to beat Ty. No disrespect to him. Yeah, that's and that, yeah. You know, but I think you know CN's. I think even if uh, you know anybody was to win, I don't think Bobby Roode would be the one getting pinned. Like say, Ty Dillinger probably. The most likely, because I think with Rude, they're still saving him, even if he's not going to get a title shot now. Do you know what I mean? In the future, I think he'd definitely be up there. So, you know, I said I'm going to go for the ultimate underdog story and Ty Dillinger for this match. Who are you going to go for? Are you going to stick with your glorious Bobby Rude? Yeah, it's got to be Bobby Rude, isn't it? It makes sense. You know, uh, the Ty Dillinger, the underdog baby face against Nakamura does. But then again, you don't feel bad for Nakamura, do you? And like you say, with Sienna Strong, not quite ready yet. I've still not sold on Roderick Strong as a as a character yet, but Sienna's enough there I like. I think Bobby Roode is built in there. The outcome of the match of takeover is a completely different uh <laughs> you know, question to the one there. But Bobby Roode in this one. And Sien, he's got them stacked up, Dillinger and Strong laying oh. on the canvas and both he goes to take a moonsault both men, but both opposite directions. He lands on his feet and then gets taken out by Strong and Dillinger. I mean they're matched in their styles and abilities, do you think? Yeah, all very well. You know, this is this, what's interesting about it at the moment, and especially the women. You take out Nakamura and Oscar, and then anybody in any given match could beat anybody else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And this is what I is good about LXT at the moment, as Bobby Roode just comes in and cleans house. He does, yes. You know, takes both men from behind, taking the, for the opportunities. I mean, he's stayed relatively out of danger from... The first bell and comes in, you know, all three of them are a bit worse for wear. Exactly, yeah. Like you say, fresh man as well. It's one of the things that he wanted to do, you know, try and work down Roderick Strong as well. <coughs> the opportunist. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Gets caught by Strong and a lovely fisherman's hook backbreaker and goes for the cover and... Oh, nearly robbed Rude of his... Nah. If Strong was to win, I'd be most surprised. Oh, Dillinger. and Ty Dillinger with a sneaky roll-up, like I'd said. Oh, my word, though. But that was a beautiful drop kick by Roderick Strong there, right on tie. Oh, and CN getting taken out. Yeah, but there we go. Rude again, capitalising on it. Got Strong up. Nice vertical suplex there. The pin. One, two, three. Oh, what? No. No. Kick out. Oh. Now, uh, Rude's going to work over Strong, as, like I say, Ty and CN on the outside. You believe Bobby Rude's not even been <coughs> there in a year yet. You know, that's how That's how. Glorious Bobby Roode is. So, so say Bobby Roode does become number one contender and does get a shot title. Yeah. He's always, he, you know, he's ever the opportunist. How's he going to be an opportunist in a one-on-one situation? Uh, destiny. Destiny for Bobby okay. Roode. 
to be champion in NXT. The only way Rude would beat Nakamura is if it was a triple threat match and Rude pinned the third person in the match. I was like, fuck this, I'm going to WWE. I don't know. You look at Rude in this match at the moment. He's been dominating strong now. Oh, but Cien trying to make his way back in, but getting cut off by the glorious one, Rude. <laughs> exactly. you got to love Bobby Rude. He does everything well, doesn't he, you know? He is a man who just work, who, who work on his opponent to get the job done. Oh, fuck. You know, I don't think he relies too much on his wrestling ability or on his intelligence. Yeah. And Roderick Strong there, though, caught Bobby Roode with a backbreaker. And goes oh. flying over the top rope and takes out all three of his opponents. And Fucking hell. As I said, the dark horse Strong. Exactly. Roderick Strong, very impressive there. D- diving over the top after being worked on for Bobby Roode for so long as well. Well, he managed to follow him up, cut him off, like, you know, as he was as Bobby Roode was starting to gain a bit of momentum and, yeah, you know, managed to result in taking out all three of his opponents. Well, still anybody's game and now it's Bobby Roode and Strong in the ring. Strong runs into a big elbow and Bobby <laughs> Roode trying to, oh. trying to get a cheating pin. I mean, okay, and he gets mean, caught by the ref. Any means necessary. You know what's on the line, a shot at the NXT champion. Bobby maybe, he may be intelligent, but he ain't that intelligent. <laughs> And he means Bobby Roode now working for Strong. Dillinger and CN been out on the outside quite a while now. Go on. Do you think the way he tries it, you know, he's <laughs> lying and cheating and stealing. You know, the way Eddie Guerrero was, he'd always try and cheat a victory. He'd always, you know. Yeah. And he'd tell you how it is. You know, that's how I do things. You know, I think he's got some of his mannerisms. I think that's fair to say, you know, like I say. But Roode will get the victory... Uh, yeah, even if he doesn't have to cheat, he might do it just in principle. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Just to, exactly to show you that's how you do it. I mean, with Rude's finish as well, we don't we know his finish, but we know what he does, and that gets victories, isn't it? You know, it, it matches, <laughs> he wins, and this is what Bobby Rude does. But he is AMN, isn't it? Yeah. Any means necessary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Roderick Strong trying to fight out now. Bobby Rude cuts him off again. He hit the big suplex earlier, but missed this time. Out-wrestled by Strong, though, with a... Face Buster suplex oh. there, and yeah, Glorious out. is in trouble. Well, yeah, out muscled as well. The strength of Strong and a big knee. Oh, followed up by a big elbow, and Strong starting to get a bit of momentum. I think Bobby's in a bit of trouble here. Come on, where are the other guys? Come on, someone help him out. <laughs> yeah, Bobby Roode can't win a match on his own. Well, Strong is going to suplex Roode, is he? Saved by the foe, but oh my god, he's getting Strong up on his shoulders, and now. And Dillinger. Dillinger. Oh! Oh! <laughs> hey, what a way to kick off with the fucking NXT this year. Wow. <laughs> you know, uh, Ty Dillinger managing... Is he replay? Yeah, the tower. Dillinger, What's that? Fucking hell. Dillinger had CN in the powerbomb motion. CN had strong on his shoulders. He was suplexing rude as well. Superplexing rude. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, Ty Dillinger. Oh, it could be time for the tiebreaker. Trying to steal a win. Come exposing on. his right knee. I'll take Dillinger. He's going to take the 311 boy out. Go on, Ty. That's it. Strikes and chops. But everyone being met with a 10 count. Oh, but Bobby Roode from behind. Oh, no, Strong from behind's got Dillinger. Oh. Dillinger ducks. Cien takes out Strong. Oh, come on, Go Dillinger. on, Ty. One, two. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Kick out. Oh. And now CN and Dillinger trading forearms. And, you know, CN's been in, you know, the majority of the limelight throughout quite a bit of this match. 
Oh. But now the three eleven boy, CM with a big boot there. I'll take him as a second victory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, CM, now we know the big knees in the corner usually finishes the opponents off. Oh, and hits its mark, but strong. Oh, oh. takes out Toe with a big kick. One, two. And the Dark Horses eliminated. Oh, eliminated Cien. <laughs> oh, well, this is elimination, man. I should eliminate. I didn't even know that. Even more better. I was going to say Strong can't win. Uh, Strong just won the Fatal Four Way. Wait a minute, it's elimination. What? No. Cien is out, so he's not going to be my second pick. No, but uh, Roger Strong with elimination. Dillinger already down as well. Bobby Roode nowhere to be seen. <laughs> Again, hiding, pushing it out. Roger Strong quite impressive in this match, though. He is very impressive, yeah. Oh, starting to fight back. Can he Big get, right hands. Yeah, can he get momentum on his side with Strong? Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> fucking hell. Strong slamming Dillinger. Ah. Oh, but Dillinger managing to kick out. Ah. Uh, see, that's how, tight, that's how tough Ty is. Tougher than CN. He's not been eliminated CN. yet. CN. Uh, Dillinger has suffered a lot of punishment. He has indeed, yeah. And like I say, the uh, strategy of Bobby Roode maybe on the outside just taking a breath at the moment, you know? Again, you know, he's probably the most freshest man in this match. Oh, but Dillinger's got strung up. Oh, tiebreaker. One, two, three. And it's mano e mano, James. <laughs> yes. Well, two of my, I don't mind who wins this now. Two of my guys, <laughs> Dillinger and Rude. I would rather have Dillinger win this. <laughs> but Ty Dillinger showing how tough he is. Come on, Ty. And now it is a one-on-one match and he's got, he can feel it. It's on his side, isn't it? It's just momentum. He definitely has, you know, he's got more pins in this match than Bobby Rude. Yeah. <laughs> but it only takes one pin to win the match, I suppose. Exactly. Only one mistake. But Ty Dillinger has been like making a lot of mistakes recently. So He has, and he has been on the big end of a big beating from these guys. I mean, Bobby Roode, apart from getting the electric chair powerbomb superplex done yeah. to him. He's been in control most of the match. And he was on the end of that, so he had the longest <laughs> distance as well. Oh, but now look at these two men. It's like a young rock and Austin trading oh. blows. And Ty getting the upper hand. Oh. Taking out Roode. Fucking hell, Ty. Come on now. Come on, son. See the different sides of you now. Ten. Ten. And he's <laughs> stomping the mud hole and walking it dry, JR. Rude's in trouble. The great one's in trouble, but what can Ty do? Get him up for the tiebreaker, son. Here we go. It is time. Oh, no. Bobby Rude holding on to the top rope, but Ty Dillinger managing to get him off. Oh, no. And Dillinger's caught him. Oh, oh, Rude goes for the backslide pin, but Dillinger catches the legs and goes for a pinning attempt himself. But then Dillinger went for the super kick, Rude caught it and then delivered a huge clothesline. And just like that, it's Rude's now. Bobby no, Rude's not. going on the outside. <clears throat> oh, come on, Rude. You don't need to cheat, do you? Why is he getting a chair for a week? Maybe, like you say, you can't get Ty Dillinger down for good. He beat him at takeover, don't forget. But tonight... Go on, Ty, take him out. It's Go on, Ty. It's a different Ty can do this. He's got the balls and the heart. Ty's got the chair. Oh, super kick. Takes out Rude. One, two. Ah, you. I thought that was it. Apart from the split second it took the referee to move the chair away. It was enough for Bobby Rude to get the shoulder up. But Dillinger, I don't think, has ever been that close to the NXT Championship in his life. 
I mean, Bobby Roode knows now. Stop fucking about, son. What are you doing? Come on. <laughs> this match is going to end in a tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been a great match. Fair play to the NXT, uh, these four men. Most definitely, yeah. Bobby Roode hanging up Ty Dillinger on the top rope. And now where's Bobby going? He doesn't normally go to the top. Oh, oh and that's, that's why. probably why. <laughs> Can he get caught in the top? Ah, backslide from Roode. Oh. Big double A spine buster. Well, that is going to change things now as well. Bobby Roode, I think playtime is over. Can I get him in that DDT? No! Gets caught. No. Boom! Tiebreaker! No! One, two, four! <laughs> fuck me up the arse. Well, fuck What's Ty got to do? Fair play, Bobby Roode. How did he hang in there then? Fucking hell. Is there everything state of him? And Ty's been through the mill more than most people in this match, but. You know, he's still here, still up on top against... I honestly can't believe it. How close can Ty Dillinger come? Twice. <laughs> his finisher. And Bobby Roode now, I think... I don't, I don't know, maybe Ty's thinking, what can he do? Bobby Roode just trying to escape somehow. Tiebreaker from the top rope. Get up there. Tiebreak him. And him I out. think he is at the moment, yeah. Oh, my God. He's just dragging him up to the top. And... <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Tiebreaker. Setting Bobby From Roode. the top. Oh, my God. He hits this from up here. It is over. He's got him up. Oh, oh. wait. Bobby Roode's last act of desperation. Oh. Oh, Ty's got him up. But Roode reversing. Oh, he ex- oh my he word. He exposed on a buckle thing, didn't he? And then Roode planted Ty Dillinger right down on that. <sighs> oh. Oh, yeah. You can see the uh, metal exposure there. That ain't a perfect turn. That's a perfect split. Oh, now Bobby Roode's got Ty now. Fucking hell. The glorious DDT. Hook the leg, son. One, two, three. It's a fucking travesty. (laughs) He fucking cheated to fucking win. Ty Dillinger should be in that fucking match. Number one contender. None other than Bobby Roode. But fucking what a match, Dan. I'm writing a formal complaint to William Regal. I'm not fucking happy. Uh, what an awesome match. All four men really delivered where it mattered, didn't they? Ty Dillinger delivered where it mattered. Bobby Roode just cheated like a dirty cheat. Well, it, does, it so. doesn't matter that cheat McCheatington. He, it matters that he's a new number one contender. And at NXT TakeOver, he will challenge Shinsuke Nakamura in a fucking dream match, basically. Uh, but no, what a great main event. And that is the first NXT of the new year. Next episode, and it was December 28th, wasn't it? And it wasn't really a proper NXT show tonight, but in fact, it was something different, Dan, wasn't it? It was, yes. And as we know, the NXT crew have been on tour in Japan and Australia. Last year, we watched the main event from each as it was Shinsuke fucking Nakamura going against Samoa Joe. So we're going to pick one match from each and watch it. Yeah, this whole NXT update will have a tag team feel. So what better way to start than from Otan? And the Japanese buzzsaw teaming up with CWC favourite Akira Tozawa, the amazing Spider-Man, versus hashtag DIY for the NXT tag team titles. Yeah, and uh, it's great to see Tozawa in an in NXT ring. Like, so we so impressed with the CWC, weren't we? Yeah, most definitely. And he, you know, he was brilliant, flew about with absolute ease. And again, you know, another one of the... Many from that tournament that impressed us. Yeah, and another man from that tournament I know quite a bit about now, and it's good to see him back to Jiri, Dan. Yeah, you know, he's looking a bit older now, but still in 
relatively good shape and I'm sure he can still teach these young guys a thing or two. Yeah, no, it's, it's like I said, uh, should be a good team to cheer with Sarah. Like I say, the old master teaching his young student uh, all about the fight game. We will see this match we look forward to, but let's talk about the rest of the card then, Dan. And the first match was only versus uh, 3-11 boy Cien, wasn't it? Yeah, um... There was a lot of side headlocks. The action picked up in places and not a bad finish up. <coughs> not a bad finish. Exploder off the top rope. Yeah, but a bit of a surprise Aina Law can beat in CN. I mean, does it only have a future, Dan? Oh, um, you know, he, he looks quite impressive. I mean, getting a bit of momentum ahead of him, beating CN, who, you know, he was in last week's main event. Yeah, and is it a bit of a surprise, you know, because like I say, CN at the moment... Uh, I thought they were going to make him into a star. Losing to Andy Lorcan is a bit of a surprise, isn't it? You know? It is, yeah. And uh, the next match after that was Liv Morgan and Numph versus Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. And what do you think of that match, Dan? Uh, mm. Well, Morgan looked quite good early on, and not just that looks either. Numph got worked on majority of the match. Liv got the hot tag, but meant absolutely fuck all. <laughs> uh, Royce hit a knee for the winner, Morgan. Yeah, and uh, like we say, uh, it, it it was a real nothing match, a real filler on this show here. And that is the future of the women's NXT division. So that's something to look forward to. Uh, and But talking of the NXT women's division, Oscar uh, defended against Nia Jax because uh, NXT TakeOver the end was the first time that Nia Jax and Oscar met. And if you go back to episode 54 on the WNR podcast, you'll be able to go back and listen to that first fight. But... Um, what do you think of this one, Dan? This match here. Uh, Oscar versus Nia Jax. Well, to be honest, it was quite a dull match. Knowing that Nia Jax wouldn't win, it was a case of Jax dominating the action only for Oscar to make her comeback. And the Oscar, probably some of the best in the business. Yeah, bar none. I mean, her kicks, as we see, the, the you can't really compare her. Like we talk about Nakamura and that. But she really is. I put her up against the men in that section there. Yeah, well, you know, big German suplex and the knockout kick from the NXT Women's Champion. Yeah, and the WWE obviously still have plans for Jax, but it would have been nice to see Oscar just completely running through her, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Destroying her. But we are back to this match here, and we see them both shake hands, which is a sign of respect for a Tazawa Tajiri. Can they upset the odds? Can they become the NXT Tag Team Champions here tonight, Dan? Well, they're the hometown favourites, but... I don't think so, no. I think this is a bit of momentum for hashtag DIY going into the NXT event. Yeah, and as uh, Regal has said, you know, we we uh, we know that it will be January 11th when the Revival face DIY for the rematch for the tag team titles. And of course then the winners of that have to face the Authors of Pain at TakeOver. So, I, you know, they'll be short champions because they, they won't, even if they get through all these challenges like you say, They've won it at TakeOver and then they might lose it at the next TakeOver. Is that unfair on DIY? Um, I don't know, but would it be unfair on Authors of Pain to give them this momentum and just cut them short? It's, yeah, I know. It's, it's interesting to think, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's like... Because take you would think in this match it was a finish, but at TakeOvers, they don't normally have that type of finish, do no. they? No. I think, you know, it'd have to be a triple threat tag team match and you know hashtag DIY to pin a member of you know an opposing tag team yeah the revival as opposed to you know any of the authors of pain to save them yeah but I mean we have got a few tag teams and I don't think Tajiri and Tozawa are 
know, on the top of that list. But they could call, like I say, in Japan as well. And we know what Tazara can do. And Gagano and Ciampa are a good tag team. And it's been organic with them, hasn't it? It's kind of built up from nothing as it was two single guys. And it's actually meant a, made a story now, hasn't it? Yeah, and no, it was both very impressive in the CWC as well. Well, the only goal in this match, we see uh, Gagano and Tazara trading, trading holds. Um, we know how good each man is as well. Like we say, both impressed the CWC. It's a good matchup, isn't it? It is, yeah. You know, it's, it's definitely a very entertaining match compared to definitely a very entertaining match compared to some of the subpar ones we've seen in the past. Yeah, and the, we're going to focus on more the tag team division. We're going to see a little bit of everything on this NXT update, of course. You know, we talk about Bobby Roode being a new number one contender. His match with Nakamura, we're going to see what they do with the tag teams as well. You know, cause DIY, I, I, I like them now. You know, they've, they've, they've grown on me a lot where I weren't sure what they do. Chump and Gagano do make a good team. That's been T.G. Jerry there. <laughs> First thing T.G. does when he comes in the ring. I mean, you would expect that, wouldn't you? Indeed. Yeah, spitting out the green mist. I think that's just a warning to Chumper. Well, but, he's still got it. You know, Tarantula, one of my... You know, most entertaining moves, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, can, can Tajiri still do it? You know, this, this, say his age has gone on, but so many innovative. Innovative. It really was back in the day, the moves that he done. It was the first time ever that we'd seen him, really, weren't it? You know? Well, you know, he was the Japanese buzzsaw, or still is. Yeah, he still is. And, you know, his matches against X Pac when he first came into it, that association he had with William Regal as well, wasn't it? You know? That was comical, you know. It, I don't know. I, I would like to have, you know, his his talent was, you know, very ahead of its game. Yeah. You know, in WWE, and saying that, you know, it's probably with the most one of the most pure wrestling shows on the network in NXT. You know, it's it is more focused on the wrestling. Yeah. And to be able to make it here, still, still like somewhat ten, fifteen years after. Yeah, yeah, that's an excellent. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, that's how long it is now. You yeah, unbelievably, but yeah, and and, and like I say, but if Jiri is around when he first started off at around these times, there's no doubt in my mind that he'd be one of the top top stars on Two Hundred Five Live or on NXT as well. And he's still got a lot to offer because he's still got the name value, and especially being here in Japan as well. But we look at the Japanese talent that NXT has got, and it kind of makes sense to be in Japan at the moment, doesn't it? You know, would you say he was an early day Shinsuke? You know, with his yeah. innovation and the way he, he, his just characteristics, his mannerisms and that, you know. It's yeah, it's this stuff you didn't really see. And for a little while, they didn't do the traditional kind of heel Japanese character. They just went with Tajiri, do you know what I mean? Because that's yeah. how um, entertaining he was even. You know, both the stuff that he did. That's brilliant. Slow down today, but you can still see how good a technical wrestler he is with a drop toe hold on the chomper. And like I say, do they have to... Um, Try and break down DIY, you know, maybe work on the one one of the members down. Well, you know, um, Tazawa and Tajiri are both working down on Chompa, and Gagano's not getting much of a look in at the moment, and it's very wise between this tag team. You know, it's is very good team to do. It is, and Chompa probably the, the well the bigger man of the two, so you take out the biggest guy, but Gagano can still go. Like we say, so impressive DIY recently. Oh, and starting to get the upper hand on Akira Tozawa, and it wasn't really much of a hot tag, was it? No, it wasn't. It's been uh, quite a slow start for each team, but they're just going to go slowly into it, don't they? You, don't have to, you, can, you know they've got a little bit of time to work with now, so they can slowly build into the match. 
Yeah, and a couple of very quick tags between Kagano and Ciampa and hashtag DIY are working really well together. <laughs> That's a lovely double team move. And now Northern Light suplex does all in trouble. Ah, uh, but managing to kick out. Uh, Ciampa's just going to go back and work on the arm. You know what DIY can do. Tazawa though, quickly making it to the ropes. Breaking the hold, but he's not breaking it cleanly. Does it make sense for NXT to rerun the shows that we've seen? I mean, we haven't seen these matches, but they're showing it in its entirety, which includes the Samoa Joe Nakamura matches that we have seen on NXT. Do you think they should have just released these and have normal NXT episodes? Do you think it's the right thing to do, Dan? Um... You know, unless it's going to be a main event, a proper spectacle, you know, not uh, illegitimate defences of titles, you know, matches that you know they won't win. Like, you know, the big show going against Joe for the title. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, it's... yeah, like uh, like the Nia Jax Oscar match, you knew there weren't really going to be a title change. Or with even with this tag team match, you know, credit to them, but you still don't think it's going to happen. I mean, yeah, we had the natural that total changed hands, but we've seen that over a month ago now. So, yeah. but now look at the strikes between each man as well. Tazawa Chumper loving it. Oh, but Tazawa delivering a lovely slap to the side of Chumper's face. Well, we know what that big right hand can do as well. We saw it at the CWC. Irish whips Chumper now. Oh, <laughs> oh, runs in for a big <laughs> kick, but gets caught. Oh, <laughs> delivers a brutal backbreaker. Could this be the end? No. Oh, but only a two count. One. Oh, two. And Chumper again. <laughs> the way he just caught him out there. Like, no. That's it now. And again, tagging in Gagano. Great tag team wrestling there. Yeah, and then wraps himself around Tazawa's leg, preventing him from escaping. And now DIY back in full control of this match. I mean, Tazawa seems to be the weak link in this match. <laughs> yeah, Tajiri's getting a... Yeah, Tajiri gets him ahead in this match and then Tazawa puts it back in DIY's hands. It's a lot like playing a computer with a child. I've done this a couple it of times is, yeah. where uh, you play the first half, you go 5 nil up, all right? Yep. You go 5 nil up, you brother, cousin, friend, and you say, okay, have the second half. You walk out of the room, you come back in, it's 5-4. <laughs> with 20 minutes to go, you're thinking... Should I take the controller back now? Uh, now let's see what and happens. And then you sit there and you try and run away, help them out a bit, and then you just get bored and you tap it forward and you're like, oh, fuck me, I've got a good run going here. <laughs> hey, bang! Get in now. Yeah. Uh, maybe Tajiri needs to come back out and help Tazara, but Tazara himself has got a lot of fight in him. Oh, it's two big feet from Gagano, oh. who delivers a crossbody, but unsuccessfully because Tazara manages to get his knees up to the midsection. And can he tag Daddy in now, Tajiri? No, Chumper's in. Oh, but Chumper takes out um, Tajiri. Rams Tazara in the corner and just starts shoulder barging his midsection. No, Chumper is vicious as well, and that was good tag team. And again, oh! Oh, but Tazara <laughs> comes out of the corner with a big kick. Last gasp, last gasp, perhaps. It was, and I think not Chumper funny, tags in Tajiri. Oh, oh. Japanese buzzsaw's in. Dropping Gagano with the ki- uh, <laughs> dropping Chomper with the kicks, beautiful there by Tajiri. Hey. Irish whip, handspring, back elbow to a big cheer from James, oh. and Tajiri's clearing up house. <laughs> super kick followed by super kick. There we go, he's got it. We've got new champs. Oh, 
Chomper managing to kick out. Uh, <clears throat> and now Tajiri tags Cesar in. Oh! Who oh. hand springs his way to the... He hand springs his way against the ropes, knocking Gagano and Chomper off. Holds them up for Tazawa to suicide oh. dive through the top, uh, through the second rope. Beautiful suicide. Jury saying it again, again. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> takes out both men again. Well, fair play to Jury and Tazawa. This could be it for the Japanese buzzsaw and his young apprentice. Exactly. An upset on the cards here. They can throw Chumper in. I think Tazawa's the legal man with Chumper at the moment. Take no. him to Jerry. Yeah, that's what Take he him wants. to Jerry. No, Tazawa feeling it. This would be a huge moment for him in his hometown as well. Go run in the corner. Oh. Don't really know what that was. I think a forearm or something. I get knocked down. But I get up again and jump out. <laughs> it's not going to be let down. And we've seen the huge German suplex that he does down. Oh, yeah, they... Uh... The one where he keeps hold of it and rolls through for another. Yes, it Not is. It? <laughs> He's got him up. Look at that. Deadlift, but Chumper blocking it now. Desperate to hold on to his titles. Big back elbow, but holds on to Chumper's tights. Uh-oh. There we go to Zara. Oh! Gets caught with Gagano. Spear through the second rope. Ah, oh, but managing to kick out. Ah, fair play to Zara. He's taking a lot of punishment. That's a beautiful move by Gagano. Can't get him down. But DIY definitely been tested here tonight, haven't they? Most certainly, yeah. And they're certainly putting on a spectacle for the home fans. Now Gagano's got Tazawa up. Suplex time. Oh, but Tazawa managing to fight his way out of it. Drags him to his corner. Tags into Tajiri. Still managing to kick. Like a beast. Beautiful kicks and punches. Yeah, you can hear the cheer from... Dan has Tajiri's got Gagano Tarantula. Hold it for the full four count. Exactly. He only holds it for four, but that's how much damage it does. Big bustle kick now. Oh. Gagano managing, managing to duck it. Oh. And delivers a big kick of his own. Two. Oh. oh. And Tajiri managing to kick out. Oh. After two. Two. And Gagano. Oh. Oh. Tajiri slips through Gargano's legs, get the tag for Tazara. <laughs> Both men now change it. Exchanging big right hands. And missed with a huge kicks then as well. And they say, come on, bring it on. Gargano's begging Tazara to hit him. Oh, oh lovely step up in Seguri though. Tazara's stunned. Well, Dinlo. Oh, Tazara went for the German suplex. Jumper stopping Gargano for getting hit from it. Oh, delivers a big suplex of his own. Oh, my God, still got him. Triple German. And a cut angle. Oh, but Tazawa managing to block it. Oh, oh my word. Chumper, yeah. <laughs> Chumper rolls through. Oh. Delivered by, with a brutal German suplex to both members of DIY. And now Tazawa might be favoured to pick up the tag team titles. He's fired right up. And now the deadlift double German. And now he's got Chumper. Look at the power. Oh, bridge One, out. Two. Oh. Ah. Gagano managing to save the day in their titles. Well, that would have been over, but... That ushers Tajiri in. Tajiri go for the kick, but Gagano with a super kick. Oh, but he gets dropped by a big boot. Discus <laughs> clothesline attempt from Chomper, but gets caught in a German suplex, runs to the ropes. 
Oh. And then gets a big boot to the back of his head for his troubles, but managing to hit the discus clothesline, turns Tozawa inside out. Oh, my God. And now this is it, surely. Powerbomb. That big lariat of his own. Oh. Fuck me. Backbreaker, powerbomb, and chomper. No. Tajiri saving the day. <laughs> Fucking hell. See, bro. Thank God we picked this match out of all of them. <laughs> Tajiri and Chomper are first to their feet, but Tajiri gets deposited to the outside. Tazawa, though, with a cheeky roll up. Oh. oh. Only two, and Chomper manages tagging Gagano. Oh. Two. Who catches Tazawa with a big kick, and both men, they're going to try and finish it now. Yeah. Oh. Jewel super kicks to Tazawa's head. And Chomper stops the jury getting in. And there you go. That is it. Wow. DIY retainer titles in a hell of a match, Dan. That is a bloody good match. Potential match of the year candidates. <laughs> <laughs> well, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And uh, anything else about NXT's trip to Japan or this match? Anything like that? Uh, no, Triple H is a homo. <laughs> so that is it. We go from Japan. To Australia. And it's the 4th of January NXT episode 371. G'day. <laughs> With so much Aussie talent in the NXT, it made sense for them to do a tour. Yeah, it really did. You know, you look at it, TM61, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, and Buddy Murphy as well. Our match choice, if you don't mind me saying, Dan, is glorious. And the match is... Uh, it is Bobby Roode and the guitar-playing douche versus Ty Dillinger and the Aussie Buddy Murphy. Yeah, my three guys, because we know how much I love Bobby Roode and Ty Dillinger. Buddy Murphy's a guy I've seen and I've got a lot of hype for. I think he's got a certain look about him as we see him now. Uh, and I think there's a bright future ahead of Buddy Murphy. But the first match on the card was, Dan? Uh, the first match was The Revival versus Tito Sabatelli and Riddick Moss. Yeah, and the two uh, blue chippers, and they teamed up on the Dusty Classic, if you remember them. Yep, and uh, they O'Hare and Palumbo, and that's saying something. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And uh, easy work for The Revival, wasn't it? Yeah, The Revival dominated the match. The fans loved it, and that's what happens when you put a good heel team against nothing baby faces. Yeah, and uh, it's a true point because The Revival just looked too good in this one. And one chat machine later... And The Revival get the victory. Yeah, and will there be another title win for The Revival? We see next week on January 11th NXT when they go against uh, DIY for the... Ta- and the next match is... This match here and Rue's entrance, as always, is awesome. The Australians really, really liked it. Great reaction, though, for Buddy Murphy and Ty Dillinger as well. And we've seen the early going, these these four men. I think, would you say the future of NXT is here, Dan, or not? Aside from the guitar playing cunt. <laughs> Do you think Elias Sampson can be saved at all? No. No. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens in the early going. It's a go away, come back, do like... Um, Bray Wyatt done when he was Husky Harris. <laughs> well, completely changed. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens with Elias Sampson, but we see Bobby Roode, of course, the new number one contender. And look at Buddy Murphy in the early going. Some say it should actually be Ty Dillinger. Yeah, well, Ty's on the opposing team. Buddy Murphy, there, impressive kick to Bobby Roode, but can't even get him down for two. Can I get um, odds on bet that Bobby Roode will jump off away from the match because he is a pussy. What, you think Buddy Murphy and Ty will win this because Rude gives up on his partner? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a fair assumption. I mean, 
Bobby Roode now just needs to save himself, really, doesn't he? Until uh, takeover with Nakamura doesn't really want to put himself in harm's way. I think going against Ty Dillinger might not be the best idea because Ty has got a, a point to prove against him, hasn't He's he? He's got a bit of a bee in his bonnet, the way that Roode managed to win the match. And Ty gets a tag in, and does Bobby Roode want any of Dillinger? Yes, he's nodding yes. Yeah, oh yeah, he's saying yeah, come on in. Let's do this. Dillinger Rude again. This rivalry's going to light up NXT not only in 2016 as it did, but I... I Rude tags out. I predict yes, 2017. Yes. Pussy, pussy. Well, Rude does tag out to Samson. Is that just strategy? Bobby Rude's, like I say, very intelligent man, and he lets the GPD in now, and, he, and he's going to try to take down Ty Dillinger. Well, like we say, Samson's been out with injuries. And now he's going to try and beat Ty Dillinger. It looks like he's trying to be Seth Rollins. <laughs> Just like you, James, with your what? long hair and your beard. <laughs> Will you start having a go at my long hair and beard? I thought I'd look more like Buddy Murphy than do Samson, do I? Or was it the other way around? No, you look more like guitar playing, dude. Do I look more like Samson than I do Buddy Murphy? That is that is upsetting to hear. But uh, guitar playing douching, and now he's working over Ty Dillinger's arm. I've seen a lot of Ty Dillinger recently. I think it's only a good thing. Yes. But um, I think in about 10 matches, I don't think he's won one. Uh, no, yeah, he's, his win-loss record's not the greatest. But we'll see what happens. And look at Ty Dillinger then showing he's a perfect 10, getting the better of Elias Samson. And the fans loving it as well. Not if he can help it. No, and uh, GPD throwing Ty on the outside, but Ty liking it. Jumps over the top and takes out guitar-playing douche Samson. Yeah, and just stares at Bobby Roode as well. Tags in Buddy Murphy now. Buddy to the top. Double foot stomp on, on Elias Sampson's arm and he won't be able to play the guitar for a little while with yeah, that injury. No, but I like Buddy Murphy's uh, trunks as well. You can see he's got the kind of Australian flag part of the design as well with Murphy there. He's got good build as well with Buddy. He just needs to see a little bit more character. But in his hometown, he's going to get the chance tonight, I think. He is indeed, yes. And since splitting with Blake, do you think, you know, it's the best move for him? Yeah, I think Buddy Murphy's done really well being on his own. You look at where Blake is now compared to Buddy. I think Buddy's a little bit more likeable. And Ty Dillinger's had enough now and got Bobby Roode in himself. He has, yeah. He weren't waiting for the tag. He starts stomping a mud hole again. <laughs> it's not Bobby Roode's night tonight. Ty Dillinger's on fire at the moment, though. Ten big left hands from the southpaw. <clears throat> oh, ten. Go on, Ty. He's got him up. Tiebreaker time. Oh, Samson escapes because Bobby Roode was making his way into the ring. Don't oh, get distracted, oh. Ty, and he gets a big knee to the face. And that's does that want to happen? Now he's in a bit of trouble. Is Bobby Roode going to tag in now? There oh. we go. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> uh, classic heel by Roode. They wait until Dillinger was hurt, and now look at him. Dillinger won't want to go in there with Roode again. Rude just kicking him in the corner. It's Bobby Rude's time. His time is now. Everybody knows it. We all know it. Go around the globe. Go to Japan. Go to Australia. Go to the UK. Go to America. Canada, where Rude's from. Everybody knows Bobby Rude is a future. And look at that spine buster on Ty Dillinger. Oh, yes. A double A spine buster. Or a triple H spine buster. Yeah. And there we go. Bobby Rude tagging in uh, GPD. And Rude's sticking around in this match so far because he is winning it, of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah, he's always, Rude's always the right when it's going his way. And now look at uh, Samson just uh, taunting over Ty Dillinger, saying, is this your man, is it? Yes. Oh, no, no, no. I, I think Corey Graves is turning on the last Samson. He quite, quite, he hated him, and now I think he's getting to like him. I'm not. 
I think neither you, Dan. <laughs> I, I don't think I'll ever like him, no. Um, and Ty managing to fight his way out, but runs into a big clothesline from Samson. And because Samson, no, not like this. Thank oh, you. Murphy there thinking he might have to get in to save the cover. Well, Samson's got the build, and he is impressive. Like I say, the injury set him back a little bit, but now he's back. He wants to make an impact. He's tagged in Bobby Roode. Just working over Ty Dillinger now. Classic, they are indeed. Yeah, classic tag teaming. <laughs> Like I say, we're going to focus on the tag teams in the early going. We saw a great tag team match last week. DIY versus Cesaro and uh, Tajiri. Of course, building up towards next week as well with a revival. Tazawa should team up with Cesaro. <laughs> what would they be called? Tazaro. <laughs> or Cesaro. I mean, you do. <laughs> exactly. See, the possibilities are endless. Uh and now look at Bobby Roode in the corner with Ty, showing his perfect 10 punches. And it might just be a case of Bobby Roode has got Ty Dillinger's number and he can't even be bothered to hit the 10. He doesn't even help the fans out like that. But he's even gloating. He's gloating too early against a man like Ty Dillinger. Bang! Oh. Super kick <laughs> takes Roode's head off. Oh, no. Can Ty get the tag now? That was a glorious kick. Yeah, it was a beautiful super kick there by Ty. Kicking the taste right out of Root's mouth. Was that a tooth that come flying out as well? It was indeed. <laughs> and now Ty's tagging in Buddy Murphy for the hot tag. Oh, this is going to be a scorching tag. Takes out guitar playing douche. And look at Murphy go. He's going crazy. <laughs> and as usual, Bobby Root has scarpered out oh, the ring. He has. He's nowhere to be seen. And Buddy Murphy nips up as well after a beautiful calf kick. Oh, <laughs> double knees to the face of Samson. One, two. Ooh, kick out. Uh. But Murphy's come in and he wants to finish Samson. And it'd be good to do it in his hometown as well. And he is on fire. Oh. Managing to land on the apron after Samson tried tossing him out. Oh. Double uh. knees again, <laughs> but this time off the top. Ah, but Rude coming in to save the day. Oh, there we go. I expected him to be halfway down the entrance ramp by now. Exactly. Saves his partner and knocks Ty Dillinger off the apron as well. And now goes back to attack Buddy Murphy. Oh, misses the clothesline. Oh. Oh, Hurricane Rana takes out Rude. He goes back to the outside and I think this is it for Bobby. Oh, where's Buddy going? Oh, <laughs> over the top and takes out Rude. Fair play to Buddy Murphy there. And that is sure, sure is saving himself for Nakamura. <laughs> yeah. And Ty looks set to go for the tiebreaker on the guitar playing twat. Oh, he's got Samson up. Down. Go for the pin. One, two, two three. And Dillinger pins Samson. It's the win for his tag team. Well, fair play. You saw it, the result happening, but Rude, like I say, didn't leave his partner alone and fair play to Murphy and Dillinger what do you think of that tag match there Dan? Uh, yeah it was quite a good match actually it wasn't as good as the previous one but you know for it's not none of them are in conventional tag teams so you know that I think that can go yeah. in their favour but it's a little bit of story a little bit of redemption there for Dillinger getting a, a win even though you know he didn't um Pin Rude, he's still got the, the victory there, and that helps Dillinger out. And Bobby Rude's got to be careful because Dillinger, that feud's not left alone either. You know, even though Bobby Rude's got bigger fish, fish to fry. I think Bunny Murphy's really good performance in his hometown. I want to see a lot from him. 
And, well, uh, Samson, like I say, a lot of work to be done. But the um, the next match, Dan? Uh, the next match is Liv Morgan, Billy Kay and Bamoon in a three-way dance. Yeah, and it was Billy's best response ever. I mean, it helps to be in your home country, Dan. Yeah. Um, take out Oscar. What's left? Well, this is basically what it is. I mean, is the division strong enough without Oscar at the moment, Dan? I don't think it's stronger, but it's starting to, you know, improve itself. Yeah, it, it's, it's getting there, isn't it? And like we say, with matches like this, it helps week in, week out, I suppose. We should say that Ember Moon is still undefeated as well in NXT, so she's got that going for her. I know Oscar is, but so is uh, Moon. That would be an interesting match if them to ever get their hands on each other. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping, hopefully down the line. And uh, in the early going, Dan, wasn't too bad, was it? Um, no, to be fair, they tried hard. And un- unlike most triple threat matches, they did try some freeway moves. Leave it, Dan. And <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Liv was then put to the outside. Yeah, uh, we see it like the And now Ember Moon is getting worked on by Billy Kay. It'd be interesting to see, like we say, we want Ember Moon versus Oscar. What happens with Billy Kay? You know, Peyton Royce and people like this. Who is Oscar's next challenger as well? Indeed. I think it's uh, Ember Moon, personally. Oh, gets deposited to the outside, though, as I'm backing her. She seems to be backing out of the ring. <laughs> and now here comes Liv Morgan. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> she gets sent to the outside and looks like she's broken her back. Yeah, yeah that's, that is just, you know, I like Liv Morgan, but you've got to take those moves a little bit cleverer than that. Because uh, like it's a bit of a serious injury there. Looks like Billy Kay is in control of this match now. And uh, it's Billy Kay and Ember in there. Well, free like Liv Morgan, fair play for managed to get back in the ring. Yeah, and then Ember Moon's starting to take over with a big kick and knee. It is lovely offense as we see it. The strikes of her. Now she's got Billy Kay. She's gonna drop some mofos with a stunner. <laughs> oh, Ooh, nipping up. Oh, a front hand spring elbow to the corner and. <clears throat> Billy Kay's in trouble. Yes, and Ember Moon's going to the top. Oh, but she gets cut off by Morgan. Well, we know what Ember Moon can do at the top, and we've seen every single finisher of hers in NXT, and hopefully it continues tonight in this match. But like I say, Liv Morgan out to the top. Oh, trying to superplex Ember Moon off, but Ember's not giving up. Oh, Billy Kay. Well, no. she's, got, she's got Liv Morgan. She's got Liv Morgan in a powerbomb. Oh, but she lets go of Ember Moon and gets... Oh, we saw the damage of Liv Morgan's back earlier, but she couldn't... She still managed to kick out then. Oh. Billy, Gay, Billy Kay can't believe it. Ember Moon from the <laughs> top with the stunner. Oh. Beautiful. My word. And that woman is a fucking beast. <laughs> she, she is indeed. Uh, what can we say about Ember Moon? The finisher is just out of this world, isn't it, Dan? What? It is, honestly. Jesus Christ, son. I was like, God damn, kid. That might be even better than the stunner. Uh, in my eyes, the way she hits it like that. It's uh, better than John Cena's springboard stunner. Right put it down, that yeah. And the next match was for the NXT Tag Team Championship. And like we say, DOI, they defended against the home boy, hometown boys, TM61. And we see the end of it here. And Nick Miller's in now with... Thomas Chumper, and what's Miller going to do? Can they call an upset in their hometown? We saw it last week, how close Dezawa and Tajiri came. Shane Ford, Nick Miller, a proper tag team, like I was saying, really doing well in NXT at the moment. Got Chumper in trouble. 
hashtag DIY sure have been busy. I mean, defending last week against the home team boys. Exactly. Defending this week against the hometown boys. And then you he's trying to build up DIY. TM61 now. Nick, Shane Fawns on Nick Miller. <laughs> oh, power bombs his own man, but gets a superplex out of it. Puts his partner on t- for the cover. This is it. Oh. But Gagano <laughs> managing to avert the block from Thorn. Yeah. And managing to push him onto Nick Miller. Nick Miller and break up the count. Very innovative. It is indeed. And now Gagano and Miller. Oh, a huge kick. And Shane oh. Thorne's in there with Chumper. Goes for the discus lariat. Ducks oh. it, goes for it again and hits it. This has <laughs> got to be it. Chumper's got him up. And we saw this last week. Powerbomb. Knees, powerbomb backbreaker. And yeah. Two. Oh. <laughs> but Fawn in to save the day. Well, he broke up the count there. And we see the replay of uh, Miller and Fawn on Chumper. Boom. They want them championships. They do indeed. The NXT champions get better every week as well, especially when they have to defend the titles against these types of teams. Got the job done last week. Couldn't get it done tonight. Fucking hell. Oh, oh Nick Miller saved him. Sorry, Nick oh, Miller. Nick Miller. Sorry. Yeah, but now Shane Fawn and Chumper down. And can Miller and Gagano get the tags in they need to save their teams and win the titles? Here we go. Both men in now. Gagano's a little bit Miller. But both men trading blows. Yeah. Miller and Gagano. Quite evenly matched so far. Oh. oh step up in Seguri from Gagano and gets met with a big right hand. Oh, Nick Miller now with a big right hand. No. Oh, Gagano ducks underneath. Oh, but Miller ducked the kick as well. Power of him picks him up <laughs> and a nice sit-out powerbomb. Oh! Gagano gets his shoulder up. <laughs> Only a two. Two! But how close is that? <laughs> that was a cunt hair away. It really was. Gagano saw his life flash right by. Desperate to tag Chumper in, but Miller stopping that. Oh, there we go. Chomper gets on tag. Ducks it. Runs into the knee. There we go. Miller's in trouble. We saw this last week as oh. well. Dual kicks. One, two, three. And there you go. Chomper and Gagano retain. Um, and <laughs> it was a great match, Dan, wasn't it? It was, yeah. You know, brilliant back and forth. I mean, another brilliant match that hashtag DIY have been involved in and impressed by them quite a bit yeah we'll see what happens with TM61 as they go on here but yeah DIY vs Arrival next week and uh, let's not wait around let's go to the next episode of NXT which was January 11th episode 372 and we are back in the good old US of A at the Full Sail Arena and our main event is the Revival versus DIY for the NXT Tag Team Championship yeah to start the show we're told that Oscar has been attacked low down <gasps> What? Yeah. Who done it? Well, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, they double teamed on the outside when uh, Oscar was just walking away and she got thrown into a van. It was a really vicious assault. Yeah, but we see the uh, show and it looks like Billy Kay and Peyton Royce are making their way to the ring. What do they look like, Dan? (coughs) They look like a pig in shit. (laughs) As happy as a pig in shit. And, you know, 
Uh, and their first match is the Aussie versus Macy Evans and Sarah Bridges, Dan. Who are they, then? Well, we don't care about this match. All we want to know is, what would Oscar do? Um, if I know Oscar, she's going to make her way out and kick some ass as soon as she possibly can. Well, they take the mic after the win and ask if that's competition. Your title belongs to us. So they're basically calling out Oscar as well. And like you say, Oscar's not going to back down. Oscar's coming. <laughs> Oscar's coming out and the referees and doctors trying to stop her from getting in the ring. And she clearly looks injured and gets kicked down there by uh, Kay and Royce. Yeah, they really are sending a message to Oscar. I know double teaming and stuff, but I didn't think two and one did get the job done. And at the moment, quite impressive. Pair of arseholes. Oh, wait a minute, and here comes Nikki Cross. Oh, my days, and she seriously looks cross. Well, <laughs> she's... Taking out Peyton Royce at the moment, and that's just the forearms of Billy Kay. Taking out the pair of the women, and... Oh, what does this mean, then? Well, <laughs> I don't know at the moment. Is she helping Oscar get rid of Billy Kay and Peyton Royce? And it's just the two unpredictable women well, in the NXT. We thought Oscar was crazy, yeah, until we were introduced to Nikki Cross. Off the top, Nikki Cross comes down with a huge knee. Look like Oscar was going for Nikki Cross as well, though, so... Fair play. Nikki Cross now biting that big yellow rope. Think she's got a message there for Oscar. Well, I think Nikki Cross wants to be NXT Women's Champion. I mean, we've seen her in recent weeks, haven't we? Looking on at Oscar. We have indeed, yes. And tonight we've seen <laughs> we've seen her. I think out of everybody's recent times, it's a statement sent really as she stands over Oscar now. It is definitely a statement for sanity. So, up next, Dan, it was the GPD. He was going against Jonathan Cruz. Come on, Cruzy boy! Yeah, and he came out playing and singing badly. And, uh, like I say, Corey Graves has been ripping into her life So recently. he should do as well. So yeah. who is Jonathan Cruz? Match is over. Uh, to be fair to Johnny Boy, he hit one offensive move. Uh, yeah, it wasn't that offensive, though, to be fair. But, you know... Are they trying to build up the guitar playing cunt? Uh, I don't know if they are trying to build up, it, uh, trying to build them up again. I don't know if it will work. You don't think so? I mean, at the moment, it is an annoying gimmick, but I, I don't know. It, it we'll just we'll see what ne- his next feud is. You know what I mean? See where he goes from here. I mean, there's not a lot else he can do. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> that is true. And uh, the next match, the three eleven boy getting quite a bit of airtime. Against only Lorkin, it is the rematch from Japan. Yeah, and it was an upset last time. And uh, I think CN, like we talk about feuds, I think he needs to find a feud for this. And we asked if he can only make it. Does this make you think any different in this match? Um, well, CN was showboating and only Lorkin, only Lorkin took advantage with some huge blows. CN then took a cheap shot and finished off only Lorkin. And then he got on the mic saying Roderick Strong was next. Yeah. So is he going through... I think, yeah, I think he's going through the people that... Ty Dillinger and Bobby Roode have got a bit of a bullseye on their back now. Yeah, he's going, if going after people that beat him, like say only Law can beat him, and also um, Roderick Strong eliminated him in the Fatal 4-Way, so maybe it'll be interesting to see what they do with CN. We, we've seen videos all night recapping the DIY versus Revival feud as well from previous takeovers, and the great matches they've had as we build towards this main event. But up next was the... Uh, it was, yes, and Todd Phillips was the host, and basically 
done all the talking. Yeah, he he, he basically yeah he said to every work and he said uh, Joe's feud over. What's the uh, his next feud was Bobby Roode. And um, what did Nakamura say about Bobby Roode, Dan? Um, Nakamura, I think he might have been high. He said Robbie Roode, uh, Bobby Roode was one of the best wrestlers in the world and he liked him and he would be good looking, well dressed. <laughs> he would not be NXT champion. And, and word for word, that is what Nakamura said as well. So not only is he handsome and like you say, well dressed, but he will not be NXT champion. He will not. Uh, Todd said that Roode to give him something earlier. And what, what did he give Todd to give to Nakamura, Dan? Um, it was Bobby Roode's ticket from last year's takeover, Dallas. Yeah, and that was Roode's first appearance. And, and we talk about being destined for Bobby Roode being a champion. That ticket there, where he first saw the action for NXT, could it all be building towards... Who does he think he is? Charlie and the fucking <laughs> chocolate factory? Well, is that, is that Bobby Roode's golden ticket here? And um, next week we have got a fucking huge one. It's the contract signing uh, between Nakamura and Bobby Roode. But tonight, like we say, we're focusing on the NXT Tag Team titles. It is the main event. It is Revival versus DIY. And we talked about their great matches. That's all the other matches that they've had. Um, well, they had a brilliant match beforehand. You can't take that away from them. And hashtag DIY have been on a bit of a hot streak. They have indeed. We know how good the Revival is. I mean, in the early going down, what have you, what's been going on? Just been going back and forth between the two. Uh, you know, feeling each other out. Starting off. You know, there's there's a bit of quickness here from DIY taking out the revival, but you know it's going to take something special to put the revival down there. A good tag team, and as I say, that DIY deposit the revival to the outside, and they're standing tall. All right, so like we say, it is main event time, and at the moment, who are the favourites going into this match, Dan? Uh, I think on the hot streak that they're on is hashtag DIY. Do you ever think you would say that against the Revival? I didn't know as good as the Revival are. But then again, the Revival have had a bit of a break. You know, they've been keeping things quiet, been training, been, you know, working out. While DIY have just been getting worn down in three very good matches. Yeah, I mean, like I say, the Revival did have one match on that tour, but it was over before it really started as well. But you can't forget how tough Dash and Dawson is as we see uh, Dash coming in there taking down Gagano. Looking at that leg, we saw the submission victory that it got at TakeOver with, you know, when um, Revival beat... Uh, NXT Brooklyn 2, when the Revival did beat DIY. Of course, NXT Canada as well, the, the rematch. One of the matches of the year, wasn't it, Dan? Yeah, very good match. It and... <laughs> Dash tags in his partner, Dawson. Yes, Dawson is in there and working on Gagano. James, keys to victory for hashtag DIY. Hashtag DIY, I think they've got to be careful that they don't be worn down by the revivals as the way it's going at the moment. With Gagano getting segregated from Chump and his leg getting worked and we know Gagano's got a slightly bum knee, can tap out. Got to try and avoid that. Hit the double team moves. Like I said, they've been on winning streak And they've got well, to keep they? their momentum going forward. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> they've got the momentum now. They're they're working really well, and we know how good the revival are. And the revival, what they got to do to win is basically what we're seeing now. I think the longer this match goes on, the more it goes into revival's favour. Where you know they've been in. This is their fourth main event. Dash rolling there with Gagano. Like, like I say, the revival would just have to work on one of the members cut off the ring, and the revival do it so well, and that's why they are the only NXT 
two-time NXT Tag Team Champions, you know. Uh, uh, that's the reason. They've t- American Alpha, everybody that's come and gone, they've had great matches with and ended up beating them in the end. DIY is the only team at the moment that have had a better win-loss record against Revival. Treating DIY's hands? Uh, no, I don't think it does. You know, the, the Revival just see this as a match and, you know, you see it there with their little dirty goings on that, you know, they don't care who they're against, what kind of match it is, they're going to go out there to win any means necessary. Yeah, I mean, they've got to be a little bit careful because they get so angry, you know, they don't have risk as a certification because if that if that happens, then they don't get another chance at tag team titles, you know. But I think they're such a good team, they kind of know it and they're going to push it to their limits, aren't they? As we see now. And there you have Dawson distracting the referee, stopping Gagano from getting the pin. Dash managing to kick out. I was like, Gagano there getting worked on, but he's still got a lot of fight, just dragged back in that corner now. He has, he's been worked on for coming on 10 minutes now. You know, he's starting to feel it. The Revival are a brilliant tag team. If anyone can cut a ring in half like him, it's no one. Yes, exactly. There's no team like this at the moment in the WWE. Brilliantly put down. And as the Revival just dissect Johnny Gagano as well, that's what they're doing. They're just tearing him apart. And they know how to work the referee as well. You know, getting um, Trumper angry so he comes in, distracting the referee as well. They're in control of three men here if you think about it you know with the revival what they're doing you know with Chumper and the referee controlling everything at the moment oh but as you say that Gagano managing to recuperate and throw Dash into the ring post and as Dash is the legal man Dawson can just look on and help him back into the ring <laughs> get the tag partner to help him out and Gagano thought like you say for a second there he was alright and then there's a race Oh, and Gagano gets American football tackled, <laughs> shoulder tackled out of it, and uh, Chomper gets so worked up, tries making his way in the ring, allowing the revivals to do a beautiful double team manoeuvre, uh, like a knee to the face over Ooh. Dash's knee, uh, Dawson's knee. Dawson there with a close two count. Two, but the Revival working so well. And they are still on top of the game. Don't make no mistakes about it. Even though they did lose to DIY, it doesn't make them any less of a tag team than they are now. If anything, they will be more dangerous. Well, as you said, they're the only two-time NXT tag team champions. Now we come back from the break and... Dawson. Dawson had a clock on... On uh, Gagano. On Gagano, (laughs) yeah. Working down, tagging in. Dash. Who hits a knee on. Gagano. <laughs> Gagano looking to the, for the tag on. To Jumper. The, <laughs> but Jumper can't get in and just getting slapped. Gagano's just getting slapped in the face now. Oh, Manages a step up in Seguri. Knocks Dash for six. Who can get the tag first? Well, here comes Dawson and stopping. Oh, between <laughs> Gagano and Chumper, But Gagano getting through his legs. Tags in Chumper who is red hot. Well, and Daw- he's running through Dawson. Well, Dawson thought he's the first baseman then. He got caught, and now Chump is, like I say, in. Big elbow, and he's feeling it as well. With our biggest <coughs> strikes, huh? Oh. oh, yeah. Looking to try and finish it again. Misses the clothesline, hits a German, keeps it hu- keeps held up, goes for the second, hits that. <laughs> oh. oh. Flips, dash over. Box and up. gets the <laughs> yeah. third suplex on Dawson. <laughs> Chomper did a backdrop and three Germans at the same time then. Gaga- uh, Chomper's on fire. Oh! 
big knee to dash. Uh, big knee to Dawson, sorry. No. Oh, but only getting the two count. Two. Well, that's a strike he usually hits with Gagano to finish men off. He hit the knee himself and Dawson showing his toughness then. Now the big bold man's in. Oh, Dawson desperate for the tag and he's grabbing his arms. Oh. That count? Is that a tag? Oh, no, he just stopped the momentum, didn't he? He just pulled his legs down. He did. Gets a tag. Sunset flip over the top. Oh. Clothesline to take out Dash. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah, like I say, huge clothesline on Chomper there. Nearly oh, got caught in the pin. Chomper, yeah. Nearly got caught in the pin. And the Revival just showing how good they are as well. Chomper looks a bit worse for wear now. I mean, he's taken a bit of a beating after his early onslaught. He got the double team moves. And there's Wilder just trying to annoy Gagano so they can work on him. Chomper behind referee's back. Heart attack. Oh, but runs into a super kick. Uh, Gagano. Oh. Chomper with the armbar. Roll, roll. It is it, yeah. It's, it's an, an armbar. Arm He's trying to extend it fully. Dawson being stopped by Gagano. Now we might see a tap out middle of the ring. And Oh, oh gets thrown into his partner. Uh, Dawson. Gagano gets thrown into Chomper and breaking the move on Dash. Yeah, fair play with Dawson there saving his partner. He knew he couldn't get it there properly, so he just tried anything, didn't he? Any means necessary. Again, yeah. It's the way that Revival work. And Dash Wilder's got his hurt arm, tags in Dawson. And Gagano, Chomper can't really get to their feet either. Might be Shat Machine time here. Oh, blind tag there from Gagano. Yep. And Chomper and Wilder out. Oh, Gagano in now with a kick. Hopping his way to the corner. Oh, gets deposited outside. Oh, well, they're trying to distract Gagano. I think it worked. Here comes Scott Dawson now. Oh, gets caught by Gagano coming through the ring. Sunset flip. And Dawson's two. got it. Oh. oh, tried the roll up and only got a two count there. Two. Action thick and fast there, wasn't it? All four men in the ring. It has indeed. Dawson trying to get Gagano down and just showing his toughness, like we say. Taking titles mean this much, but he's still feeling that left leg. Has Dawson had enough now? Dawson's up to his feet first. Oh, trying to work on the knee, but gets kicked to the outside. Oh, now Wilder. Oh, Wilder coming in, but Chomper kicking him to the outside. Oh, Chomper's holding the ropes now for Gagano. It's going to go flying. Oh, oh, fucking hell. Fuck that. It looks like Dawson saved his partner. He did. Oh. But didn't save him from Chomper, and he gets a big knee from the top, and Chomper went flying. Oh, yeah, fair play to Chomper. And Gagano's <laughs> throwing in Dash, uh, throwing Dawson in the ring. And this could be it now. War between these two teams. Chomper Gagano. Both men are in. <laughs> Fair play, Chump still be up. <laughs> Fucking hell yeah. Oh, but Wilder pulls off, pulls out Gagano, throws him into the apron. Oh, Chumper tries to take Dash out, but Dawson catches him from behind. Oh, going for the German, but getting caught. Oh, referee was distracted then as Wilder hang up Chumper. Big DDT. Dawson's got it. Oh. Dawson with the two count there. Two. I thought that was it. Well, I thought the rival were the first 
three-time NXT Tag Team Champions, but Chomper, like I say, shoulder up at the last second, and each man has taken a hell of a lot of punishment. But the winner of this match won't know anything about punishment coming up against the Authors of Pain. That is true. And this is a problem for both teams. They're going through war here. They've got to face the Authors of Pain. <laughs> exactly that. And now Dawson's got Chomper up. They're going to do a double-team move. Oh, wait a minute. No. Gagano saves the day. Big need to fucking hell. Gagano, big kick to Wilder. And now Revival in the middle of the ring. Oh. We're going to see it. Oh, they take out both their opponents. Uh, they're hugging him. Double pin. One, two, three. <laughs> and they win the match in style. And again, another brilliant performance from DIY. Yes. They are getting better week in, week out. And uh, I doff my cap to them. Fair play. I mean, uh, this is not take away anything from this match. I don't think it was as good as their takeover efforts. But it would still be the best match on many a card. For an it? NXT, you know, for an NXT home show, it was perfect above and beyond. Yeah. No, really, really great stuff there. Um, and like we say, credit, 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 tag teams. credit to credit to both teams. Yeah. Uh, revival, you know, now hopefully we'll see them be moved up to the main roster. It's, it's something they deserve, isn't it, Dan? I most certainly do, yeah. Yeah, and with DIY, like you say, they've got a date with the Authors of Pain. So you win some, you lose some, you know? Yeah, and it is a win-lose situation for DIY. Yeah, so we can't wait for next week's episode. Like I say, it's got a huge contract signing. But anything else about tonight's uh, NXT down at this main event? No, you know, it's it's been impressive me these past few episodes. You know, they've been done brilliant this year. Yeah. So, yeah, keep it up, NXT. Exactly, four down, two to go. And look at the end, they see Revival hugging each other. <laughs> They'd like us if we ever got shot. <laughs> it is, it? Supporting each other, but both getting the finisher, both getting pinned. Yeah, and fair play DIY. Oh, wait a minute. As uh, DIY are celebrating, music's hitting, and it's the Authors of Pain. Here comes Paul Ellering, limping out here. Is he by himself, Dan? Oh. oh, no. Authors of pain from behind. Oh, come on. Just been through a war. And a Cameron Razor just throwing a Garno Champo against the turnbuckles. Oh, fucking hell. That's a bit nasty. <laughs> yeah, it? this come on. After that, and now they got him up. The big high five. Power bomb. Oh, oh make, make but that a they're double. picking them up again. Yeah, <laughs> make mine a double. Them a, <laughs> slamming them down again. Yeah, it was a double high five power bomb, and yeah, fucking hell, authors of pain delivered some pain. Yes, they did. Definitely sent a message here, and uh, poor DIY. <laughs> poor, poor DIY. And Ellering just uh, claps in appreciation. They said they want to be tag champs after takeover, and at the moment, that looks pretty likely. Indeed, yes. And as you see, they grab the NXT title belts, posing with them. Can anything stop Authors of Pain, Dan? I don't think anything can, no. No, I, I don't either. And it's a, it's a shocking end to a, a great night of NXT action. And anything saying, you've done your jobs now. Your real job will be at TakeOver. And that's it for this week's episode. So, yes, next episode, and it is 
January 18th, NXT, episode 373. I can't wait for this. And uh, Santi started the show. Of course, Santi is Alexander Wolfe, Nicky Cross, and Eric Young. And uh, speaking of Cross, news from Eagle's office. And uh, what is the news, Dan? Um, it is a fatal four-way match for the Women's Championship. And that would be Peyton Royce versus Billy Kay versus Nikki Cross versus Oscar. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's a good match to map and maybe a name they're missing out that we'd have thought. But what do you think of that match, Dan? Uh, yeah, you know, it's it leaves it wide open for Oscar to lose it, that's for sure. Well, we'll talk about it more in a, in a little bit. But Nikki Cross was in action against uh, Lewis Kennedy. And uh, not much of a match, really, was it? Uh, no, it wasn't. It was just more destruction. Yeah. And uh, Nicky Cross looking impressive as we go forward. No way, Jose backstage. He got interrupted and for future date between him. Interrupted by Connor Reeves because uh, he still had problems with No way, Jose when he saved Rich Swan instead of him when they were getting beaten up by Sanity. But uh, the Revival interviewed as well. Where do they go, Dan? The Revival. Where do they go now? They say 2017 will be better than 2016, but can they really recapture their form? I don't know. I hope they can. It'll be interesting to see what happens with <laughs> the revival. And uh, TM61 interrupted, and they said they want the revival in a match, and the match would happen later tonight. But the next match on the card, Dan, was? Uh, Roderick Strong versus Steve Cutch. Uh, Roderick went over strong. <laughs> yeah, and it was a real filler match. And I'm still not sure about Strong. What do you think about Roderick? Um, I don't know. We've not really seen too much of him to make a good opinion to be honest so you know I'm going to leave my mind open about him see if he does anything that impresses me and maybe jump on the strong bandwagon yeah exactly and he gets on the mic and he said he doesn't care about CN and the only reason he's here is for the NXT world title someone needs to tell Strong it's not the NXT title anyway uh, Ember Moon was not happy that she hasn't got a match at NXT TakeOver I mean she 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 should have been involved in the women's start match really shouldn't she you know she should indeed yes you know and there's she deserves it over a couple of the opponents yeah you know? and well, yeah, exactly. And uh, Liv, 28 seconds versus Oscar Morgan, said that she could have a match against her next week, Dan. That'd be something ah, cool, too. That would be, yes. And next up was Ty Dillinger. 10, 10, <laughs> 10, 10. Uh, and what was he going to do? What was next for Ty after being on a bit of a losing streak, Dan? What, what um, did he do? Well, he came down a bit downbeat, to be fair, and the fans have been chanting, going crazy, chanting number 10, obviously. And then the fans start chanting, Royal Rumble, perfect 10. That would be too good to be true. It really would. Just imagine if he came out number 10 and the pop he would get would be brilliant. I don't know if WWE would do it, but if they did, it would be a moment remembered throughout. Uh, what did he have to say, though? Uh, Regal believed in him. Fans believe. I believe. And he was this close. Yeah, this close to being... Uh, number one contender, we saw it with Bobby Roode, how close he was. But then he was interrupted by Sanity. Yes. <clears throat> and Eric Young says you can have everything. You have to make the right choices. Pick the right friends. And Wolf offers him a jacket. Well, he holds it up and then dumps it out the ring. Yeah. I mean, Ty Dillard is not having any of that. But Eric Young picks up a jacket again and says sometimes the right decision can feel wrong. 2017 could be everything you want. Choose and he hands Tyler jacket. Ty's got a jacket in his hand. Eric wasn't asking him, he was telling him. Well, that was it for Ty, and he said no. Started laying in, started laying waste to sanity. Tiebreaker on Young, but then was stopped by Big Damo, and he <laughs> speared Ty 
folding him in half. He did pick him up and then slam him down again. I guess Santi found a new member in Big Damo, Dan. Yes, and the next match is the Revival versus TM61. Yeah, and uh, we should say, yeah, it's a shame because Shane Thorne, we, we, we heard, uh, suffered a knee injury after the end of this match here and will be out for uh, quite a few months. It's seven to nine months, I think. Oh, bloody hell. So oh, it's God. a bit of a shame for TM61, but the match itself, uh, it was a bit of a setback, but they managed to hit the shatter machine on Thorne. A minute, uh, Miller managed to roll up Dawson. Yeah, and TM61 beat the Revival, and the plan was for them to go on to have a feud together, but unfortunately that's not going to happen now. And uh, after the match, Dan? Uh, after the match, the Revival completely destroyed TM61. So, you know, they're turning hill and they're going bang. Yeah, the Revival trying to send a message to the rest of the roster. And then we found out a match was made for NXT TakeOver, and it was CN versus Roderick Strong, Dan. Yes, and uh, is it a takeover-worthy match? I don't know if it is or not. I, I mean, these two guys, I'm still not sure. If if takeover had a kickoff, I might oh, say yeah. that was fair, yeah. but I, I'm still not sure. But uh, like I say, next week is Ember versus Liv Morgan, and now it's time for the main event, and it is the contract signing between Nakamura and Bobby Roode, which is something that I've been waiting for for a very, very long time. Well, Regal's here. He's going to make it official. Bobby Roode's the challenger first. You've got pianos for Bobby Roode and a violin for Nakamura. Yes. What an entrance by Bobby Roode. All suited up and ready for a fight. But Bobby Roode has been on fire. And it's nice to see the t-shirts we're wearing tonight as well. Represent our thoughts going into TakeOver, Dan. <laughs> they do indeed. I am repping the shirt that you bought me. <laughs> yes, yeah. And it is... <laughs> Strong style has arrived. Shinsuke fucking Nakamura. Yes, and I'm wearing a t-shirt. You got me, which is the glorious Bobby Roode. So there you go. As we headed takeover, contract signed tonight. And what an entrance for Bobby Roode. It's been five episodes of NXT we've watched without the presence of one man's entrance. <laughs> See Bobby Roode out here. <laughs> Look at the number one contender. Glistening. He's glistening. Every single person in that crowd is oh, oh, oh him. Everybody was gloriousing. Nah, not everyone. I see one. At least 15, 15%. Well, it, it's been a while since we've seen Shinsuke Nakamura on NXT. Is Bobby Roode faced? Does he look, does he look scared, intimidated? Has he actually had a match with Shinsuke Nakamura yet? Has Nakamura faced Bobby Roode? <laughs> exactly. He nearly lost to Ty fucking Dillinger. Didn't know. Nearly. Undefeated. Cheated. Glorious undefeated one. Nakamura's been beaten. So's Nakamura. He's been beaten. Well, Nakamura. it's time anyway. It's time. Nakamura. Sorry, who, who are they chanting? They're chanting Nakamura, but Bobby's yeah. on the microphone. 
Pussy. No, he's a man. Pussy. He's a gentleman. He's going to hit him when his back's turned. You don't, you don't pay to fight now, does it? It pays to fight a takeover. Rude, Shinzuki fucking Nakamura. Rude owning Nakamura there. Come on. Shh, shh. Look, he don't know hardly any English. Half Listen a haircut. Japanese you look like duck. Shiba Inu. <laughs> I look like Japanese duck. Oh, come on now. Not a Shiba Nubi chant. King Shasha to Bobby Roode. There you go. Told you. It factor of sports entertainment. Not a king of... He's the man. Yeah, Nakamura's a joke. The two-time NXT champion joke. You don't even have a gender, let alone an agenda. Exactly. We could all be a little bit more like Bobby Roode, Dan. I'd rather be more like Shinsuke. No. Roode means business, Nakamura. man. Nakamura. going to take the title off. He's going to sign a contract. Take over. Take the title off Nakamura and then prove everybody wrong. There you go. Burn him, Shinsk. See, look. At, hear the fans. Bobby Roode chants as well. Oh, yeah. Three of them. <laughs> just saying. Bobby Roode. Hashtag just saying. That was that free, free Down Syndrome kids at the front. I like Down Roode. Syndrome. Devlin, sorry. My bad. When he finally wins the title, it will be Dan. Nakamura. Speak to the hand. What? You do not do that. Don't tug on Superman's cape. You don't spit the wind. You don't stop Nakamura. You don't stop Rude. I'm sorry, Nakamura, but it doesn't matter what you say. I think it's really set in stone what happens at TakeOver. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I'm going to kick your head off. <laughs> and Shinsuke is a word, man of his word. Both men face to face as well. Regal looking on in the background. Fans chart Nakamura and Bobby Roode. Yeah, more, more Nakamura. More Nakamura, don't get me wrong, but Roode's got his fans and... Did he look away then from Nakamura? Well, Nakamura and Bobby Roode face to face. What did you think? What, what well, did you it, was, think it? it was good, yeah. You know, there's definitely a lot of heat between the two. Certainly telling a very good story. First time we've seen Nakamura properly in a little while. You know, it's good to see him out as flamboyant and as extravagant as ever and Bobby Roode you know he's had a bit of a role going through things you know he's you've seen the true Bobby Roode coming out shyster that he is yeah uh, and, and what I like about it is that we questioned when Balor was champion what could they do with that had the Joe feud you know and with Nakamura against Joe what was next now it's Bobby Roode it's a real it's a real feeling of excitement as we head towards takeover as well. And I think that just adds to it. They didn't have altercation at the contract signing. We're waiting for the first time these guys come to blows at takeover as well, which makes it even better, you know. It, it saves it. It's the anticipation, isn't it, really? What could happen? But uh, this has been the NXT update. We've just got one more episode to go. And that is episode uh, 374, January 25th. And the first match, Dan, is last NXT for takeover. What was the first match? The first match is Liv Morgan versus Ember Moon. And we know Liv only lasted 25 seconds against Oscar. But could she do better against the stone-cold, stunning temptress herself? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, we'll next in line, we know if Liv Morgan beats Ember Moon or Ember Moon wins. Will the, will the winner of this fight the, uh, the winner of the Fatal 4-Way, maybe? Um, it'll certainly elevate them, yeah. Yeah. And we see early on Moon in control. And a fall-away slam and a cross-face. Liv starting to fight back. Oh, yeah. Look at that nice little nip up by Liv now. Yeah, she's looking impressive. Well, she's lasted longer than the uh, 25 seconds she was against Oscar, which was nice. Yes, and she's got the guillotine headlock on with the legs wrapped round. And Ember Moon could be out here. I mean, might not be pinned, but could all pass out. A lot of pressure applied by Liv Morgan. What can Ember Moon do? 
Jump up up to the top rope and stun her. <laughs> what, in that position? <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, my word. And the pure strength just throwing Liv to the outside. <laughs> well, that's what Ember Moon can do. But Liv Morgan, well, maybe that's her last uh, involvement in this match. <laughs> that was her last offensive move, yeah. What's Ember Moon going to do? She's on the apron now. Ember's pissed. Oh, big knee to the face. That was huge there by Ember on the apron. Throwing Liv back in. She's going to pin her, Dan. She's going up top. <laughs> She's going up top. We all know what to expect. The fans are standing up for it. <laughs> what? Oh, boom. <laughs> top rope stunner. One, two, two, three. And you can't say anything else, can you, Dan? And you certainly can't teach that, James. No, you can't. A great match between the two. Wait a minute, did you? I'm going to ignore that. A great match between these two girls. Uh, quick as it was, Liv Morgan, you know, she's got a lot of work to do before she can get to Ember Moon's level, but what a finisher that stunner is, Dan, eh? It is definitely my favourite move. So backstage, Cien was being interviewed, Dan. And he says the next time he sees Strong, he will kick him in the face. Yes, but Strong then shows up and, and asks, he says, gone. And he says, Cien, do it then, do it now. Yeah, CM walks away only to sneak attack Strong and beat him up from behind. Great heel work there from CN, the pre-11 boy. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they could do at TakeOver. Then we've got a video looking at the NXT Tag Team title match. Um, we'll run through the card at the end. Yeah, because we've, we've got five huge matches. And the next match, No Way Jose. Last week backstage, No Way Jose had a bit of trouble with Kona Reeves. Yeah, and we saw that, and this big Hawaiian wasn't very happy about it. We've seen him before, but we've not really been impressed, have no. we? No, he's, you know, he's lacking quite a bit, but, yeah. you know. And well, he's still annoyed about Sanity attacking uh, Conor and Swan a few weeks back, and like I say, No Way Jose only saving uh, his man Swan. And, yeah, you know, No Way, he's, he's having fun dancing and mocking the big Hawaiian, Kona. Yeah, Connor said, let's dance, and uh, he started doing a little dance, and he blindsided No Way Jose, and guess what movie hit, Dan? The big Hawaiian drop, the big Samoan <laughs> the drop. The big Samoan drop. Uh, was Jose in trouble, Dan? No way. <laughs> Pop-up punch, and Jose had the win. Yeah, and then uh, guitar-playing douche came out and uh, sang to No Way Jose. Uh, no way saying just drift away. Which the fans enjoyed as well and started singing that. Right, next match, a week after leaving Ty Dillinger lying in the centre of the squared circle, Eric Young was in action against Chris Atkins. Who's that then? The Australian dude? Yeah. Never really had much of a chance as Young pummeled him, mocking Dillinger's 10 counts while doing so. Yeah, and Young finished Atkins off with the wheelbarrow net breaker that we've seen. It's really quite an impressive move and grabbed the microphone immediately after the bell. Choices, he yelled, in reference to Dillinger before Big Damo, the newest member of Sanity, exploded across the ring with a senton to the fallen enhancement competitor. Yeah, it's not been a good night for Atkins, you know. Not only did he lose match against Young, Big Damo squashed him as well. Uh, and next up, we had the update, like I said, on Shane Thorne, uh, seven to nine months out. And it is a shame for TM61. They were improving every week, weren't they? Uh, yeah, and... There was a video looking at the biggest money match in NXT history. Yeah, which was Bobby Roode versus Nakamura. And that was a great promo. But like I say, we'll talk about that in a, in a bit. And we get to the main event of this week's NXT, which uh, was going to be a fatal four-way face-off between all involved in the match tonight. 
Yeah, Dasha Dasha Fuentes. Hey, Dasha Fuentes. Dasha Fuentes, a general manager William Regal, introduced Billy Kay and Peyton Royce to the NXT universe ahead of Saturday night's takeover. Where they, along with Nicholas already. Yeah, Regal introduced Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. And uh, what did they do, Dan? Uh, they conceitedly dismissed Fuentes and Regal before cutting an arrogant promo on their opponents in which they essentially vowed to work together to dethrone the champion Oscar. Yeah, and I mean, like we said, two on one with that. But then Nikki Cross made her way to the ring. And we you know, we talk about wild cards. We know Peyton and um, Billy will team up together to try and beat Oscar. But what of Nikki Cross, you know what I mean? Could she get the title win <coughs> just because everybody else is concentrated on Oscar? Do you know what I mean? Maybe she is the wild card in this match. Potentially. Look at the little pint size she's like a chihuahua she's fucking crazy <laughs> and she certainly puts the wild into wild card and yeah you know it's she's a very interesting character part of sanity of course but th- there's someone missing james well yes we see billy k and peyton royce in the ring and nikki cross oh and here comes oscar and she's not hanging around looks a little bit better than she did last week didn't she she does she's had a bit of time to recover but cross she hasn't left the ring no. I don't think Oscar forgets the attack on her the other week. Yeah, well, Nikki Cross not backing down either. Both women shouting at each other. It's going to be a hell of a confrontation. Regal won't be able to control it, will he? Uh, certainly not, no. Oh, Regal's trying to. Fair play to him. He can't. Oh. oh. But well, Kay and Royce in and attacking them from behind. My word. And to talk about a cheap attack, a cheap, uh, cheap shot by Peyton and Billy Kay. But, oh, but oh, Oscar and Cross are fighting back, <laughs> oh. throwing the girls out of the ring. Well, there we go. You thought Oscar and Nicky were in a bit of trouble. <laughs> quickly turned the tables. They did indeed. They'd make quite a good crazy tag team, to be fair. They would, too. Uh, oh, they would beat a few men. They'd go far in the Dusty Classic, I reckon. I reckon they could be <laughs> good finalists. And now Oscar and Nicky just staring at each other, looking at a demented look. Both breathing heavily. We're going to see this now. Come on, go for it, go for it. Who's going to be first to strike? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, security officers, officers separating the women, but Oscar's managing <laughs> to fight them off where Nicky's been restrained. Go on, Oscar. Go on, man. <laughs> Ain't no security officer getting Oscar. No. Oh. And Oscar going crazy on the security man, oh. taking them out. Beat Snoop Dogg's security man, and look at Nicky Cross as well. Managing to fight off her security officers. Now, there we go. Oscar. Oh, spinning heel kick from Oscar taking down Cross. And there we go. Oscar message sent. <laughs> More security officers to take out. And oh. they're dragging Oscar from the ring. Well, it's taking four fully sized guys to take Oscar down. Well, where's Nikki going? She's going up top. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> takes out everyone. Jesus Christ, son. My God, I've not seen anything like that before with the women involved. Look at Paige looking on thinking, fucking hell. Thank fuck for that. Well, Nikki Cross, they're Australian. <laughs> yeah, I was just... Your Australian's really weird. Do you Irish? <laughs> Thanks fuck for that, mate. <laughs> fucking hell. Blimey, you're going to die, mate. Blimey, come on, black. Oh, blimey. Pop it. Oh, but Nikki Cross there... Talk about Scottish sensation could be the next NXT Women's Champions. Good there, Dan. Do you think that Peyton and Billy look weaker because they're not the ones that attacked them again? They had to get like four or six security officers to 
come out. Whereas, you know, in a men's matchup, no disrespect to these, but the two opponents would have come back again, you know, providing they're not Bobby Roode. And yeah, pussies. No, I, I think you're right. It does hurt them a little bit. They've been a bit weird, but they've had an opportunity, now, haven't they? So, you know, it'd be interesting what happens at TakeOver. So let's talk about the TakeOver card quickly. And seeing as we talk about Oscar, Peyton, Billy Kane, Nikki Cross at the moment, we'll talk about... Uh, are you looking forward to the match, Dan? What, with this match? Yeah, the women's yeah. match, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. It leaves it wide open, you know. It can protect people without you know, harming them too much, if you know what I mean, you know, yeah. it's... Yeah, it'd be interesting what they do. I mean, like you said, it's a good way for them to make Oscar lose a title by her not getting pinned. But I still think there's a... Ember Moon's going to have something to say about this as well down the line. And I do want to see one of them. If that is for the title, if it's not, it'd be interesting to see that match anyway. Uh, and like you said, I don't think Peyton and Billy are that ready yet. But no. then again, Nikki Cross, anything could happen, don't you? you know, I could, uh, yeah, I could... she is a very unpredictable, very wild card yeah, in I, this. I, I um, could... Oscar's just as wild and um, unpredictable, though. Yeah. So, you know, Peyton and Billy teaming up. So it's basically like a tag on one-on-one. It you is. Know, and, and I think Peyton would sacrifice herself for Billy to get the pin as well. So I think I could see three women there potentially walking out as women's champion. Uh, tag team titles, Orphus Payne versus DIY. Uh, will it be a good match? Are you looking forward to that? Uh, it. I think it's going to be quite one-sided. You know, is it time for the Authors of Pain to finally capture the tag team titles? I think that's the way the story's going in the minute, isn't it? You Certainly know? seems that way, yeah. And then maybe DIY can build themselves back up afterwards and then go again. But like I said, it'd be an interesting matchup because Authors of Pain, I don't think, have delivered really on the on the show yet. I mean, they've been impressive in squash nah, matches, yeah. but I want to see them a little bit more than that. Uh, so, uh, but then again, the tag team scene, like say TM61 being injured, the rival still being around as well, which will help, and other teams like that can come through. So there is the future to it. Um, Eric Young, Ty Dillinger. I got to say, I'm I'm looking forward to this match. I don't know what you think. Uh, yeah, you know, it could be a very good match. It's good to see Ty Dillinger. You know, he had his little focus on the number one contendership match. Maybe this is his way of getting back in the title picture by taking out. Uh, a member of Sanity. Yeah, and uh, like I said, with the result, it could literally go either way, depending on outside interference or if they want to keep Ty Dillinger down still or if they want to give him that feel-good moment. And the thing I like about it, looking back on NXT update as we have the last six weeks and also dating back to Canada, the story with Sanity and Eric Young, member of the group, and his goal in NXT, and the same with Ty Dillinger and his story. They've been concentrating these two men, and the match at TakeOver does make sense, doesn't it? You know? It so does indeed, yes. There is a lot of story behind yeah. it. Unlike the next match, Roderick Strong versus CN. It's a match I don't even know if it's TakeOver worthy. I don't know what you think. Uh, I think there's a few matches that could probably take the place of that quite convincingly, but... You know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it makes you think maybe if TM61 versus Revival was going to be on that card, you just changed it and had CN Strong, do you know what I mean? Potentially, yeah, you know, it, it might have been a backup backup match, yeah. you know, just to fill it. And uh, we talk about a match that's not a backup match, the main event. I mean, how much are you looking forward to Shinsuke Nakamura versus Bobby Roode? It's certainly going to be a very, very interesting match. And, you know, I am looking very much forward to the match. And uh, I know you definitely are. I, it's it's my it's gonna be the thing I look forward to most at the weekend. I love the Royal Rumble. Don't get me wrong, but this match is just be here now. They've been on a collision course. And we're finally gonna see it. You know, Nakamura versus Rude. Who wins? I I still don't know in my head. It's a head and heart decision. 
it, it, you know, it, it could go either way, but it's just going to be the atmosphere. Just the entrances back to back alone is going to be just so good. You know, do you I mean? know what's better though? Hearing Shinsuke Nakamura's exit theme as well. <laughs> you know, and then well. you'll hear Bobby Roode's after as he trumbles off down the back. So, but yeah, well done. You know, he he, he did well. Chin up, fella. Chin up. Well. <laughs> we shall see. We as we release this podcast now, it is takeover night. So takeover is probably happening as people are listening to this, or it's just happened as well. And we'll bring you NXT Takeover as soon as uh, we're going to record it live on Saturday, and then release it after the Royal Rumble as well with the next week's episode of NXT to it. So you get the kind of stuff as well as it was. But what have you thought of NXT update? In January, Dan. It is certainly building up to the main event. And, yeah, you know, it's, it's all of it has been paving its way to the TakeOver event. And it makes me want to watch it even more. Yeah. No, it, honestly, it is an event I can't wait. And like I say, NXT, just when you think, they, what can they do? It just, it, it, you enjoy it. It's an hour a week. But the story that goes into it, you can follow them. And it makes sense. And then when you get to the, it always seems to deliver as well. It does indeed, yes. So that is it. That is it for NXT Takeover this month, and we're going to move on from here to Two Hundred Five Live catch up. Two oh five catch up because there are six episodes to catch up on. Our main focus will be on our favourites, Jack Gallagher, and of course Neville. Speaking of Neville, at Roadblock, he made his intentions known that he is king of the cruiserweights. And so the results for the episode full December twentieth, and Davari, a man who has had trouble with Gentleman Jack, he beat Lince Dorado. No offence to Dorado, but Davari was on it in that match. Yeah, he really was. And Lynchay made his comeback and nearly broke his neck diving to the outside. But Davari has bigger fish to fry. One frog splash later and your winner. Yes, Davari in the next match. Cedric Alexander defeated Drew Gulak. Mid-match, Alicia Fox was injured. Noam Dar took her backstage. Yeah, and uh, the, few, the love triangle ever continues between the uh, these three people. And the main event was Kendrick and Neville versus Swan and Perkins. Kendrick looks like Neville in 15 years and fucked up. <laughs> yeah, he does. And Neville was the man in this match. We've just seen him being tagged in now. As we go to the action live, it's so well planned. It. Look, Neville's in. Oh, Neville with death in his eyes. And he's just looking at Swan, isn't he? Looking Swan at is man. lying in a prone position. Looks like he's in trouble. Neville sizing him up. How's he going to finish him? <laughs> just a big stomp to the head. And Neville, like I say, been dominating this match, been dominating the cruiserweights. Is he the king of the cruiserweights? Uh, he's certainly trying to make his intentions felt by his opponents. That is for sure, James. He, he definitely is. And he's got Swan. He's just talking trash to him. Oh, but Swan, though, big forearm. Oh, trying to get a bit of retribution against Neville. Maybe oh. not. <laughs> but Neville quickly puts stop to that and takes out Swan. 
Oh. Who responds with a big slap, tagging in TJ Perkins. Uh. Oh, he up with a springboard to a step up in Seguri from Neville. Oh, and Kendrick, suicide dive, taking out Swan on the outside. Oh. Leaving TJ Perkins prone and ready for Neville to pick the pieces. Well, Perkins, former Cruiserweight champion, now is he just about to lose his tag match for his partners as Neville goes up to hit one of the most beautiful moves in wrestling today. Red arrow time. Boom. Boom. Beautiful. And that is it. Yep. And he pins TJ Perkins. And not a bad match well, like that. That wasn't bad at all, no. You know, certainly delivered. Yeah, and we go to the December 27th episode, 5 of 205, and Cedric Alexander versus Tony Nice was the opening match. Yeah, and Fox and Goo ringside distracts Cedric and Nice. Uh, Cedric and Nice picks up the win. Yeah, so Nice beating Cedric thanks to Fox again, and we see Neville interviewed, and he needs to find the difference between a panto villain and a serial killer. You can't really hammer up too much, if you know what I mean, but then again, you don't really want to be just like a psycho killer. So yeah. you just need to find the right, you know, the, the, the right uh, match for it. I'm sure Neville will get it. Next match was uh, Mustafa Ali, and he wasn't the hill, believe it or not. Even though he's called, he was uh, in his hometown of Chicago, and he went up against John Yurnet. Well, four fifty, and he gets the pin. And now we're seeing here, as we go live to the action, as it was, we see Tavari, and he's going to have um, a. Jeweled basically with Jack Gallagher, they challenged each other. Jack a gentleman duel. A gentleman duel, yeah. Challenged challenged each other, and now we're going to see it for the very first time. Of course, well, it's going to be Rich Swan versus Neville. Another match we're looking forward to seeing. So we'll see what the uh, first duel is going to be like. We'll see Jack Gallagher coming out here, and do you think he missed out on not being in the WWE UK tournament, Dan? Uh yeah. But, you know, he's he's certainly getting a lot of airtime. He's got himself, like, in a little feud. You know, bearing in mind it's only started off the back of CWC, which wasn't that long ago, you know. So they started to pick up a bit of fuel. And, yeah, you know, getting a... Uh, yeah, and as we see Jack Gallagher taking off his jacket, I guess it means, it means business here tonight. But, yeah, like I say, the, the secondary feud, maybe, I mean, there's about three feuds going on at the moment. In NXT, you've got the whole Neville against the Cruiserweights, haven't you? You've got Gallagher, Tavari, then you've got the Cedric Alexander love triangle thing that's going on as well. But I like Gentleman Jack, like we say. It'll be interesting to see. I don't know the rules for a gentleman's duel. Do you, Dan? I have an ruling glove. Came out and he struck Tavari across the face with it. <laughs> oh. Signalling that there will be a duel. Well, whatever this duel brings, it's, it's going to be awesome. I can imagine, like, the first ever Hell in a Cell match. We're going to be talking about this in years to come, I feel. Most definitely. Let's see what Jack got to say. So you pick a weapon. What would you pick? Frop, wrench? Uh, um- I'd have the umbrella. Umbrella, rope. I'd have the vase. <laughs> Smash my head with it. I thought it was going to say it looks a bit Cluedo-esque, doesn't it? I'm going to say uh, Gallagher did it with I'll the candlestick. I'll have them red Stilsons. That's fair. Davari to pick first. And Davari picks the lead pipe. And there you go. He picks the umbrella. And how the hell are you going to have an umbrella? But is that going to work? Well, I'm sure we'll see soon enough. No offence, but you have to be a bit of a fucking idiot to get an umbrella versus lead pipe. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, so it's like the Wild West then, back-to-back, but only five because the ring's so small. 
That's uh, an I quit match. So the loser dies then, basically. <laughs> is, that, is, it, is, is the umbrella a gun? Is that what's going to happen? Oh, no, Davari! Oh, Gallagher had it scouted. Ducks the lead pipe to the head. Low blow with <laughs> the umbrella. An umbrella to the head. Oh. A pull shot there to the midsection. Oh, no. Oh, is he going to pot the brown? Nope, he decides not to. Hooks the <laughs> leg from under Davari. Oh. Breaking his cane in the progress. Well, the umbrella's gone now, but Gallagher proving the point. Oh. Davari throwing the table to the midsection of Gallagher. He's had enough of these shenanigans. Well, this is turning into a proper fight now. He will not be besmirched anymore. Look at that big right hand as well on Gallagher. Taking down. Uh, Davari's taking down Gallagher. Yeah, well, well. He certainly means business now. Maybe Gallagher did wrong, you know, disrespecting Davari. Don't want to make this man angry. He'll set a shoe bump or something. <laughs> no. Oh, and there's still weapons going about, and no one's quit. So the match is still open. Yeah, no one has. The duel is still taking place. Wrench now. Oh, Gallagher going low, though, taking out Davari at the midsection. <laughs> Big headbutt. And, oh, Davari looks in a lot of trouble. Well, traditional English headbutt. It might, it might hurt Gallagher as much as it hurt Davari, but it's worth it. Oh, and a Daniel Bryan-esque running drop kick there to the corner. And Davari doesn't want any more of it. Rolling to the outside, and Gallagher stands tall. I think he's won this duel, Dan. I don't know what you think. Most certainly. I think so, sir. Scoundrel. Well, scoundrel Davari runs away, tail tucked firmly between legs. And Davari does indeed. And Gallagher, with fists clenched, as a gentleman boxer would be, lives to fight on. But I don't think this feud is over between these two men. Far from over. No, but the main event tonight, like we say, Swan versus Neville. Can Swan beat Neville tonight, Dan? Can Neville beat Swan tonight, James? Excellent point, excellent point. And we join the action mid-match in the early going. Neville's taking control over Swan. But Swan now, big shoulder box, now he's going for the punch in the corner. Oh, on Neville, but Neville escaping out of the ring. But getting pursued by Swan. Has Swan Swan been embarrassed by Neville, you know? You talk about coming back being the king of the cruiserweights. This is the cruiserweight champion, isn't it? Well, you know, he fought so hard to win the title and coming up against a really tough opponent in Neville. A recently heel-turned Neville. Exactly. Neville means business, like I say, picking up victories as well. But tonight will be an interesting matchup between Neville and Swan. Look at these two men going. Oh, Oh. very fast pace and (laughs) brilliant exchange between these two guys. Yeah. Neville game rolling to the outside. It's the experience he's got on Swan, isn't it? It is indeed, yes. But, you know, Neville coming in, big crossbody takedown, and Swan's in trouble again. And Neville just changes the pace now. I mean, he can go with the best when he's quick as well, but now he's got that new slower type thing as well. Do you know what I mean? That kind of viciousness to Neville that he's brought. (coughs) He has, yeah, but, you know, he's still got his high-flying... Aerial ability aspect to his game as well. Yeah, yeah. so Neville in control after throwing Swan in the barricade. And what did we just see then, Dan? Uh, Swan narrowly kicking out. Ah. Yeah, this huge drop kick by Neville off the top rope. And now Neville complete control. This is what he's saying, just stalking Swan. Has he got Rich Swan's number, Dan? Uh, potentially, yes. You know, he is crowned himself as the king of the cruiserweight. So, you know, it's up to him to prove he's worthy of that position. Well, exactly, and he's wearing down Swan now with the... Uh, 
the sleeper hold can Swan fight out of it. He's got a lot to prove, hasn't he? You know, young Rich Swan. It's a big challenge. You talk about Kendrick and uh, TJ Perkins overcoming that. But Neville's a guy who's been around and done a lot in wrestling. You know, like we say, former NXT champion as well. And a Hurricane Rana off the top. They're never ready to go and try and finish Swan off. But a lovely Hurricane Rana. But Neville expertly rolls to the outside. Very a, clever. Yeah, very, very clever. Showing his veteran instincts, as it was, for Neville getting out of harm's way. But Swan there, you can see, just explodes out of nothing as well. And now is Swan going to go flying, trying to feel it? Oh. Dodging Neville's onslaught and managing to deliver it. Perched up on the second rope and a nice corkscrew somersault off the top, taking out. Neville. And now can Swan take advantage? He might have uh, broken Neville's collarbone with that. Neville, uh, Swan risking it all. We see the beauty in that as well. Lovely manoeuvre there from Neville, uh, from Swan. And now he's trying to get in and Neville's Neville backing off Swan. Maybe he's bitten off more than he can chew. He is, you know. He's, I think he's angered the beast in Rich Swan. Yeah, as we haven't seen this side of Rich Swan catches Neville's leg. Oh, a nice spinning heel kick to the midsection there, taking Neville down. Double oh. underhook power bomb into the pin. Oh, oh, but Neville managing to kick out. Ah, and how Neville stayed <laughs> in it. It was Neville's folding in half with that move there. Swan can't believe it either, I feel. I feel that Swan can't believe it in this match. And Swan be beat down the early going, like you say, but now Neville, he can dish it out, but can he take it? <laughs> Certainly managing to stand up to Neville's onslaught. And he's... The only man standing at the moment. Oh. oh, Neville grabs the trunks, pulls Swan to the outside, gets the advantage with a nice step up in Seguri, taking out Swan. And that's Neville's looking for a mistake by Swan, and he gave it to him there on the apron. To that mistake, I believe. Is Neville, Neville going to go flying now? Exactly what I was just about to say. <laughs> What's he going to do? Oh, Swan quickly into the ring, kicking Neville's mouth guard out. And now he's got him in a suplex. Fucking hell. It's like a Mishinoku driver. Ah, oh, but again, Neville managing to kick out. Ah. Smile on his face, like disbelieving. He can't believe it. <laughs> no, and Neville's tenacity. It's just, you know, he's not being put down for anything. Oh, a huge kick. And then Swan, like you say, and the thing I like about 205 Live and the thing with technology nowadays as well, the slow motion replays really do add something to it, don't they? You see, they yeah. Do, yeah. <laughs> see the impact or see the way someone flies now. But Neville, like you say, he talked himself up. He's a bit of trouble now with a cruiserweight champion. Exactly. I think the man who's got the gold is the true king of the cruiserweights. And Neville just trying to fight off Rich Swan now. Swan. Limping his way towards Neville, but walking into feet. I think Neville let Swan come into him then, didn't he? The he experience. did draw him in. Barely move as well. And what's Neville going to do now? Dragging Swan into position for the red arrow, perhaps. Oh, he's facing the wrong way. Oh. Oh. He gets a kick to the head after landing on the mat. <laughs> Corkscrew 450 missed. The kick did it. Oh, but again, kicking out. Ah, and how, is Neville, how many times has Neville got his shoulder up? Just the last second. Well, that's the third time he certainly surprised me. But, oh. <laughs> at two. Two. Oh, that kick, though. You heard the fud as it went off Neville's head. It was like a gunshot going <laughs> off in the <laughs> arena. <laughs> and in America, that's not a good thing. But Swan now, 
Is he going to set Neville up for the finish? What can Swan do to put Neville down? No, Swan looks like he's going to go to the top. He's got the fans behind him. Swan, are we going to see a Swan dive? (laughs) Oh, no. Are we going to see a big right hand from Neville stopping Swan in his tracks? No, the angry Geordie's not having any of that. He's got Swan down the top. Oh, but Swan managing to fight out. I think whoever gets the better of this exchange might have the advantage as the match goes forward and Neville's gone. Neville is down. Yeah, now it's just Swan on the top. What can, can he, he do? recuperate? Yeah, what can he do? Come on, son. Come on, Swanee. This Swan is going to fly. Yes, he's on top now. Is he taking too long, though? Ah, oh, Neville kicking his feet out, crutching him on the top right. We'll talk about the time Swan needs to capitalise when he's got it. And Neville now with a huge kick again to Swan's head. And Neville perched on the top. Swan's in a lot of trouble here. Uh-oh. Go up for the huge superplex. Oh. And Swan took that. Lot. And there you go. What a huge impact that was coming down. I but... think that is the first time I've ever seen a match finished by a superplex. Well, it has. I mean, it was a vicious superplex, but you don't, like you say, see many pinfalls. Did Swan go down too easily? Well, you know, there was nothing on the line for this match. He might be uh, just lulling Neville into a full sense of security. We'll live to fight another day, maybe, but Neville gets a victory and he calls himself King of the Cruiserweights and he gets the win with the huge suplex again. Swan didn't even know where he landed. No, he was out. <laughs> God, that slow motion does it no justice whatsoever. No, and uh, what did you think of that match, Dan? It was a very good match between the two. I was impressed. Yeah, I think this feud's got a lot of potential and I don't know if it's over yet. Swan trying to get to his feet. Neville's stalking him at the moment. Been in heel kick to Swan's midsection, followed by a kick to the chin and oh, a step up in Seguri. All right, that's that's three kicks, and now he's got him up. Oh, oh a now. release German suplex sends Swan flying. All right, I think Neville. I think you made your point now. There we go. You've, you've laid a beating on Swan. Oh, super kick to the side of Swan's head, putting him down. Is he going to put an exclamation point on this beating? No, I think he's going to kick him in the head again. Fucking hell. Oh. Certainly cross Swan's eyes. And the referee's never, but he's a man on a mission at the moment. Well, they're not letting him continue his onslaught. Come on, uh, come on now. That's enough, Nev. Come on. You've, come you've, big Nev. Go on. Just go. Just go, Nev. That's what he does to, an, uh, to a CWC champion. Oh, there we go. Champion is down and out. Looks to be injured by Neville. Neville's assault after the match. So not only he's rubbing... Neville, Neville. He's rubbing Neville, Neville. He is rubbing salt into the wound there. The evil Neville continues to cause havoc. Yeah, so up next we have the January 205 Live, episode 6. That's quite a packed episode. January 3rd. Yeah, January 3rd episode of 205 Live, episode 6. It's quite a packed episode. So yeah, like we were saying, Tajiri's debut on 205 Live, something we've been looking forward to. We see him in NXT in a tag team match. How's he look to you, Dan? He looks very impressive to me. You know, He looks like he can make a significant impact on the Cruiserweight division. Uh, we'll see him in action right now. Sean Maluda. Yes, it is 205 Live. We see Tajiri's opponent there, Dan. CWC was, made it. Uh, I don't think he made it past the first round, to be fair to him, but he has been on NXT since, and he's going against Tajiri. So, a good opponent to have as they yeah. shake hands. Good sign of uh, respect between the two. Should be an interesting contest. But, I mean, Sean Maluda being chosen to go against Tajiri. It'd be interesting to see what style Tajiri has. In this one, as he takes down Maluta in the early going, would he still be the same to Jiri, Dan? 
Uh, well, we saw that in his last match. He was very impressive. And, yeah, I, I, I'd i like to see more of Tajiri. Again, you know, I've got nothing but praise for the guy. You know, he his style was a lot forward of its time. And, you know, it goes to show that still with the same gimmick and the same get-up, he can knock boots with today's wrestlers, and not many can say that. Yeah. You know, Brian Kendrick, he's managed to fit in. He's had to adapt his style a little bit. You know, he's turned the more darker side. And it'd be interesting to see him and Neville what things throw in the way for them to. Yeah, right, that's true. As Maluta now throws Tajiri down, but I think Tajiri likes it. Like I say, he likes the young guy trying to get his shots in. I mean, a victory for Sean Maluta tonight on Tajiri's 205 debut would do the well for him as well, wouldn't it? It certainly would, yes. Oh, big Samoan headbutt. You know, the, head, the Samoans have got the biggest headbutts in the business. They have indeed, and Tajiri won't want some more of that. So that's why he kicks him in the leg. Chopping down the big tree. Oh, we know how good Jerry's kicks are. The Japanese buzz saw. But he gets caught with a big right hand there by Sean Maluta. He's managing to, you know, match the jury, you know. His age taking its toll on jury. It'll be interesting to see, but he catches Maluta now. Oh, ties him up for the tarantula, perhaps. Well, he may have the age, but he's still got the treachery. <laughs> yeah, he's got it on. Using the full count to its full potential, or the five count to its full four potential. Yeah, I know. And people say, well, why do you have it on when it's only going to last five seconds? That's how hard the move hurts. Even having it for four seconds is enough, you know? Didn't you say that last time? I did, but just in case I wasn't listening last time. It's good, Damon, so I said it again. Oh, and a huge knockout kick there by Tajiri. Making easy work of this now. He has, he certainly, you know, he's absorbed Maluta's early onslaught. And managed to wear the big guy out, I suppose. Oh, and James's favourite move, a handspring elbow. Oh, beautiful by Tajiri. And just, oh. A nice back kick there, straight to the chin. This could be it. Oh. Boom, a big roundhouse kick. And there you go. Good <laughs> night, Maluda. Tajiri, very impressive tonight. And like we say, yeah, beating Sean Maluda. But the next match... Is our nice. man, our man Jack Gallagher going against Tony Nice? Can he match the gentleman Jack? Well, the premier athlete Tony Nice is a recent times true up Drew Gulak, who we see with him at ringside. The size difference between the two. <laughs> it's it's crazy. American athlete. This is what Americans think of British, I reckon. Like, that's an American athlete, and then we've got our British athlete. <laughs> Pasty, white, ginger, <laughs> dodgy moustache. No build whatsoever. But my God, in the ring, he's dynamite. Just watch him go. It doesn't matter the size. Jack Gallagher is, you know, he'd be able to lock anything onto anyone. He'd tie him up and... Look, see? Twisting and turning. Reversing the pressure onto Nice's arm. And a lovely hammerlock roll. Oh, pinning combination. Still got the wrist. Exactly. Well, still all I have a control until Nice gets the head scissors in. I mean, Nice is a good wrestler in his own right. But Gallagher, like you say, it's like uh, unpicking a lock, isn't it, with him? He's it just is. got to think about it and then he can find his way out. As he is finding his way out of the head scissors, going into a headstand. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Twisting his legs round. <laughs> what on earth is the man doing? <laughs> He's putting these off, that's what. Oh. He nips his way out of that brilliantly. Ducks the <laughs> onslaught from Nice. Schoolboys him. Tucks him up into a pin, but only a one count. One. But it's how good Jack Gallagher is. And Nice probably getting frustrated as well. Oh, 
big shoulder barge and Gallagher not even budging an inch. Fair play to the impressive small guy. Back him up, referee did well to get out of the way. Then. He did, very <laughs> impressive by the ref. Yeah. It's weird when they don't want a ref bump how well they actually do get out of the way. <laughs> and when they do, God, they walk into anything. Yeah, it's blatant. But Nice now, look at that, with the strikes and the punches in the corner. Well, with the power advantage over his gentleman opponent, you know, it's it's only a matter of time. Now Nice with a big Irish whip, but Gallagher... Oh. And his patented headstand there, putting his foot out to stop the onslaught of Nice, nipping over the incoming opponent hey. and then flipping him over with a nice body leg scissors. That move is astonishing and now the drop kick to the outside as well. Calling out his opponent. You see, most people go for a suicide dive, but Jack oh. Gallagher... Oh. oh, come on. Davari from behind with the chop block, taking out Jack Gallagher. A bastard. That is not gentlemanly at all. And it's the first uh, disqualification finish in 205 history as well. And that is unbelievable. I was enjoying that match then between uh, I was nice enjoying it. It was, it was going brilliantly, you know, the power of Nice against the wrestling ability of Jack Gallagher. And Davari had to come out and spoil it, the bastard. Oh, and Davari now sending a message to Jack Gallagher, setting them up in a tree of woe, just working on him. I think no one's going to come out here to help Jack. It's his personal between these two men. It is indeed. We've seen that in recent weeks. The feud's been heating up, haven't they? Davari, Gallagher, Neville, Swan as well. They yeah. have indeed, and now come out the referees. Well, the shit's going to get stopped now. <laughs> They're serious. They're just advising him at the moment. I don't want to make them put hands on him. No, but Davari proved his point tonight. And like I say, if after the gentleman's duel he was embarrassed, he's made up for it tonight, hasn't he? He has, but I think Jack Gallagher's got a lot more in the bag than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but the feud continues with that. And speaking of a man who's kind of got lost in a shuffle recently, been put in uh, a weird feud, it is Noam Dar, and he's going against Dan. Uh, Mustafa Ali. Yeah, Mustafa Ali impressed a couple of weeks ago, like I say, in his, his hometown. Well, yeah, you know, he's been relatively unheard of since the 205 Live come about. I mean, this is, what, his first or second match? Yeah, I, think, that many. I think it's his second match in total. I mean, I like to find, I like to follow guys, you know, we both like. No, I'm Dar's one of them, but at the moment, be, you know, last time we saw him, he took uh, Fox backstage during the Alexander match, and that love triangle feud's going on. And Dar doesn't want any Ali either. But of our picks, what has, you know, they've not really gone... Too well, have they? No, no. Any of the what the CWC guys? Uh, well, you know, mm. you've had you had your number one pick. Zach Sabre Junior. Zach Sabre Junior. Not Sabre been Jr. in WWE since. No. Nope. Dar was number two. This so he's getting treated, and then you had Ho Ho Lun, who I think has made two or three appearances and yes. not done anything else. Your uh, one, TJ Perkins. He's been around the main event picture, but he, you know, he lost his title relatively quickly, a bit too quickly for my liking, for the hype that was built up yeah. for the tournament. We'll see if he can get any momentum back when he faces Neville in the main event tonight. But again, it's not someone, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he's fallen a little bit. Uh, number two, uh, Kota Ibushi. Kota Ibushi, who like Zack Sabre. No, was it? Yeah, it like, was Kota Ibushi. Yeah, like Zack Sabre Jr. has kind of gone onto the independent scene as opposed to staying here. And who's your who's your Iceland? Grand Metallic. He's been in and about the scene on Two Five Live. Uh, not no, yeah, he was on Two Five Live, wasn't he? Um, again, you know, not even a handful of yeah, matches exactly, since yeah. the CWC tournament. Just a couple of appearances with this one, as you see in this match between Ali and Dar. Dar's had the uh, momentum in this match. Can Ali make a comeback now? Oh, and he hits a big DDT. 
no, Amdar could be in trouble. And that the referee's counting. Dar's trying to get to his feet. I like Mustafa Ali as well because again, it's there's someone who him and that is being treated like a good guy, which can only be good for the stereotype in WWE. You know. Yeah, they're not race, racially stereotyping wrestlers. They're actually like you know, they're wrestlers. Yeah, and that's it. He's a high flying dude who just did oh, die a fucking a, neck breaker, like a that. neck breaker out of nowhere. Oh, but didn't hook the leg. Ah, uh, thought no, Amdar was in trouble then, but as you said. Ali didn't hook the leg. But Ali can fly with the best of them as well. That's what we've seen. Is the first 450 something to behold. Mustafa Ali looks like he's going to be in trouble. Uh, he's in the middle of the ring. No go. The arm's already been worked on the hand. Oh, he's got the wrist lock in deep. Can Ali get to the rope? Mustafa long arm to reach them bad boys, I tell you. Oh, he dad didn't do it. <laughs> he worked on the arm. Oh, but Ali... Rolls him up. Oh, but Dar managing to kick out. Ooh, kick out. Kick out. And now, Yvali. Oh. Delivers a big kick. Nearly took Noam Dar's head off his shoulders. Fucking hell. Noam Dar is seeing stars. He is. And Ali's going to go for the reverse 450. Oh. Lands it perfectly. Noam Dar is done. And my number two pick from the CWC tournament gets beaten by Mustafa Ali. Oh, my God. I predicted he would be Cruiserweight champion when I first saw him on here. Do you know that? You told me to calm down. Uh, still going to be Cruiserweight champion. But, yeah, losing to... Um, Is he on your year-end predictions? <laughs> Mustafa might be WWE champion. <laughs> <laughs> Mustafa Ali. Very impressive tonight. What do you think of that match, Dan? Uh, yeah, Mustafa Ali, very impressive. Uh, your number two guy, not so. No, indeed. The main event tonight, like we say, your number one guy versus your other guy, really, Neville Perkins versus Neville Nearly going, trading blow for blows in this one. This should be a fast-paced encounter as well, shouldn't it? Uh, it should be indeed, yeah. You know, um, Neville, he managed to run through Rich one. So what's he going to do to the man who was the first cruiserweight champion. Exactly. I mean, you know, it only take, it, he only needs to beat Kendrick and he has beaten every single man who was cruiserweight championship. Exactly. But Perkins here started like a house on fire. Oh, lovely. Head scissors <laughs> takedown there, followed by a cheeky little nip up. Well, TJP's got a point to prove. Like we say, he's not been being treated well at the moment, has he? Well, you know, he is the best one from all the picks so far in the cruiserweight <laughs> division. True or not? What, the most successful out of all of them? Yeah, I'd say he's about, I don't know. The most successful, he's, you know, he's getting more airtime. He's more of a face that runs the place than any of the other five in the tournament. But if we'd have seen the CWC tournament before, we would have picked Jack Gallagher as our number threes anyway. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't... Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? We we would have done, because he would have been like, oh, okay. Perkins chasing Neville. You see Neville again going to the outside and again getting advantage on Perkins. I say again, basically the same game plan he had against Swan last week, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know, uh, Perkins is falling straight into the same trap that got the Swan. <laughs> yeah, and we see the Swan taken away by doctors and does uh, Neville want to injure Perkins as well? Because like I say, if Swan can't go, whatever Cruiserweight's going to step up to Neville, you know? He, he's, he's dominant at the moment. Oh, and a big, Drop kick from the top there by Neville, taking Perkins out. Trying oh. to get the cover. Oh. But only a two count there. Two. Now we see slow motion replay. Go on, slow, slow motion. No. 
It was like Perkins was ejected from a moving automobile down. A vehicle. A vehicle. But now can Perkins fight this side headlock now? Neville's got it in deep. Trying to slow the pace down. Flip out the German suplex attempt and delivers a big kick to Rock Neville. Oh, who responds with a big elbow. TJ Perkins lying in prone position for the red arrow. He's going to go to the second rope. Taking too long over it. There we go. Oh! Corkscrew 450. Perkins moved out the way. Neville, Neville. all he hit was canvas. Canvas! (laughs) Canvas, mate. All he hit was canvas. And that's not to be confused with Kansas. No, it's not. He didn't hit Kansas. He hit canvas. He hit the fucking mate. Oh, Perkins dodging the punches. Oh! And delivering a punch and kick combo of his own. Following it up with a double drop kick to the chest of Neville. He's starting to get a bit of steam going. My number one guy. <laughs> but Neville, Irish whips and Perkins again dodges out of the way. Leaps oh. over it and delivers a reverse RKO. <laughs> or a net break. Neville rolls out of the oh. way. You fucking Orton lover. Oh. Corkscrews over the top, taking out Neville. Come on, TJP. And could Perkins, if he gets victory over Neville, he takes the crown of King of the Cruiserweight, no, James. God damn it. He propels himself forward in the Cruiserweight hunt. Perkins to the top. Oh, big crossbody. Could this be it? It is. Oh, Neville out. managing to get his shoulder <laughs> up off the mat. <laughs> Perkins giving everything he's got, though. I don't think I've seen Perkins this good in a long time, Dan. No, he is certainly showing the talent that I fell in love with early on. I'll give you that for nothing. He is. Can Neville get back to his feet. Perkins stalking him now. Don't forget, TJP is the inaugural Cruiserweight champion. He is, but Neville just hit him there, right on the apron. No, that was on the face, James. On the face, on the apron. And Neville now, we're going to go for the superplex. Dragging Perkins up to the top rope there. Well, the superplex beat Swan last week, so Neville might be trying to use it again. But this takes even more power because Perkins on the apron. This is Cesaro-esque. Oh, trying to lift him up, but Perkins managing to block it thus far. Blocking the second attempt and delivering a big right hand to Neville's ribs, followed by one to his jaw. He's rocking the flying machine. <laughs> he is. And Perkins now springboards back in. Oh, a lovely hurricane runner. Go on, Perkins. Pin that man. One, two. two. Oh. <laughs> Kick out. Uh. Perkins got him up. Oh, Neville managing the backslide. Getting him for a German, but big elbows by Perkins. But runs into a spinning heel kick to the midsection. And now Perkins goes for the big roundhouse kick. Perkins do- dodged and hits Neville. Now he's going to go for his 619. Oh, but his 619 takes him over the top rope. And Wilbarra, but Neville catches hold of him. Well, Perkins looking for the TJP, wasn't he? He was trying to roll through for it. <laughs> but Neville's the power of him, just picks up Perkins. Oh. Bridged out German suplex. That's German, but Perkins somehow managing to kick out. Uh. The power of Neville. The power of Neville compels you. Look at the strength there. But will Neville... And you see again Perkins managing to kick out. Uh, but will Neville... But will Neville get frustrated by Perkins keep kicking out? Uh. <laughs> Perkins going to go to the top. One high risk move left in his body, maybe. Oh, but Neville stops that. Crutches Perkins on the top, who was maybe taking a bit too long. This is the thing with Neville. We've seen it in recent weeks. You take too long with Neville, he's going to make you pay for that. And now he's on the top. Perkins knows. <laughs> oh, trying to scrap his way out of it and managing to do so. 
But Neville straight back on. He's like a rabid Wolverine. He really is. He will not let go of Perkins, but Perkins like a pit bull himself. Pushing Neville off. Now responding with a big boot to the face. Oh, oh step up in Seguri. And Neville now to the top. Is he going to go for the superplex? Potentially. Oh, the superplex that finished Rich Swan. Uh-oh. Not like this, TJP. Oh, oh. Landing it as well. And Perkins pinned Free. by that. Now, I'm going to say something quickly. Do you think the superplex is replacing the red arrow? Because you'd maybe heal character, you don't want to finish it to look that good, you know? It could be, yeah. I mean, well, I don't know why. Yeah, he's knocked off a champion and a former champion with that manoeuvre. Yeah, the superplex. So maybe we should watch out for the suplex as opposed to the red arrow. But what did you think of that main event, Dan? It was a very good matchup between the two. You know, it was a lot of back and forth. But again, th- they're making Neville look so strong. And, you know, I said. One thing I wanted to see more of from 2017 was more Neville. So we move on to 205 Live, January the 10th, episode 7. So, yeah, we start this off and we've got the love triangle, as we mentioned last week, with Noam Dar. Noam Dar and Cedric Noam Alexander, Dar. Fox involved as well. We're just going to watch Endless. What do you think of this storyline, Dan? Yeah, it's a bit of shit, isn't it, really? It is a shit storyline. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, women being used as sexual objects as something to win as opposed to, you know, wanting to choose what men to go, man to go with. I mean, Alexander and Dar can have good matches without this build-up to it, you know. And Dar's been in control the early going. Alexander making his comeback. We see the oh. big back elbow there. And, uh, yeah, just playing the Scottish creep as well. Stereotypical. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't like it, Dan. I really don't like it. And Dar yeah, backed I up. Yeah, I swear in drinking fucking Scott Dutty. Dar backed in the corner. Here comes Alexander. And a big shoulder charge now. He's going to springboard. Oh, Alexander coming off top. Oh, getting caught. Aye. Noam Dar picking the arm. Is he going to get the arm bar? Can he get the wrist locked in as well? Alexander struggling to get to the ropes. No, he does. Just. And like I say, with Noam Dar coming off a loss to Mustafa Ali. I mean, Cedric Alexander here probably going to be the favourite. But with Fox, we don't know exactly. You can't trust a woman, can you, in wrestling? So you never know. You can never trust a woman. And Niall Dar's going to target that right arm now, the shoulder, working on the apron. Fox checking on her man. Well, you know, it's Fox is a devious character. Yeah, exactly. You know, but then again, she might be she might be cunning like a fox. You never know. But I thought Cedric Alexander, he was a happy-go-lucky type fella. Yeah, I know, and this kind of dragged him down as well, hasn't it? You know, and Dar's got Alexander's arm caught between the steps and the ring post. This is going to be good. Oh, is he going to go and try and break a bone? I think he is. I mean, you know, one each of our picks we get to see in action. Oh. And Fox standing in the way. Dar took us to safety the other day, but Fox saving Alexander then. And surely he would have broke his arm. Don't call me Shirley. Fucking hell. You see Alexander? Cedric Alexander just flying through, taking out Dar with a big drop kick. <laughs> to the face, Dar just vanishes, and Alexander's saying, Come on, Fox, don't get involved in my match. Oh, come on, she just saved you now, Cedric. I don't really think you should have a go at her. Yeah, but Cedric didn't ask for it. He's a face character. He doesn't need outside help. He just wants the match to go as nature intended. <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> as we see the, the replay of um, Alexander coming down on Dar's head. Now Alexander's going to springboard back in. Oh, gets a springboard, takes him down with a big clothesline. 
A huge move, and Alexander's feeling it now. He's going to take him down. A lumbar check, a fucking awesome finisher. But Dar's still blocking it. So he's grabbing hold of that arm. He talked about British wrestlers there. Not letting go. Then gets hold of the top rope. But still, oh no. Handspring springboard off, I mean, off the rope. Big back elbow and only gets a two count. Two. But yeah, like I say, huge kick to the face there by Alexander. Fucking vicious offense that he has got. See the hang time he had on that clothesline as well. He loves to fly. Alexander with a big elbow. Oh, and Dar scout, had him scouted and pushes him into the ring post. Alexander stuck in no man's land. Well, Fox, all she can do is look on at the two men in the ring. And there's Dar going to try and back suplex. Oh, Alexander, though, having enough wherewithal to fight him off with some big back elbows. Alexander going to go flying again? Looks like he is. Oh, Fox pulling Dar to safety. What? Alexander missed the moonsault. And what did you do that for, Fox? Well, Dar's saying, whatever you did, I liked it. <laughs> oh. And now uh, Dar's signaling for the end now. Well, there we go. I mean. Well, prompts to the assist. Big step up from Dar. And now I'm Dar. There we go. Gets the win. Well, there we go, Dan. What do, you, what do you think? Bit of, of controversy there for sure. It is indeed. I mean, Fox getting involved, helping Alexander once, but then helping Dar. Dar getting a victory. I mean, Cedric's not going to be very happy, but come on, you've got to pick a side, Fox. Who are you going to go with? You're going to go Nam, Dar, Cedric, Alexander. Be interested to see what happens. Next match, Dan. Next match is Brian Kendrick versus Sean Maluda. Yeah, and quite a quick match that was. Kendrick wanted to send uh, a message to anybody, uh, all the cruiserweights. Uh, finished the match quite easy, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Captain's hook locked in. Bang. Sean Maluda tapped like a bitch. And back to the age. Age. Cedric Alexander dumps Fox. Hmm, I wonder why he done that. Well, <laughs> Alexander not happy. And he calls uh, Nam Dar pervert as well and said those two belong to each other. Uh, that's an interesting development. But now we have the gentleman's parlay. We saw the gentleman's jewel last week. This is the parlay where they're going to sit down and just have a, a nice discussion about um, a future match. As we see the assault last week from Devari on Gallagher. We see uh, Gallagher with a trusty umbrella as well, Dan. We do indeed, yes. You know, the the the, the umbrella that humiliated Devari. What's your thoughts on the Devari and Gallagher feud? I think it's, it's slightly comical, but it is displaying, a, you know, a good artillery of that Jack Gallagher has. Yeah, we're seeing new things, aren't we? You know, the English side to things. I wouldn't be surprised to have a Queensbury rules match before long. But Gallagher says it's got to come to an end, Dan. You besmirched, he besmirched his honour. Davari says, look, we're not gentlemen. I'll do anything to win. So you call for this parlay. So to, to admit that Jack Gallagher surrenders. And I'll tell you what, mate, no surrender, pal. All right? It's not going to be a peaceful resolution, Dan. Davari is a scoundrel. <gasps> How very dare you, sir. Davari's making a good point saying how many times Gallagher's humiliated him. I mean, it's been quite a few times now, hasn't it, really? If you talk about the small package you put him in. And the umbrella we assaulted him with and, well, call him a scoundrel. Davari should learn to wrestle better then, shouldn't he? Well, Gallagher's already signed the contract. Davari signs it. Then we get the match that we want. But what match is it? So Gallagher setting it down. I forfeit match. The loser not only, you know, ends the match, we end the feud as well, Dan. Are you up it for does. that? Well, it is a way to end feud and it, it is, is the first ever I forfeit match I it, think I've ever seen it is the first ever as Davari signs it and it is official we will see a first ever like say I forfeit match 
and they're going to shake hands. Oh, wait a minute. Throws Gallagher's umbrella to the outside. William, that's what uh, Gallagher's calling it at the moment. Gallagher's jacket. Undoing his bow tie. Davari taking off his turban. He says he hopes the Queen's not watching. Oh, my God. And Gallagher assaulting Davari. He is indeed, and he... Oh, but Davari managing to get back at Gallagher. We're both men brawling. Shouldn't they suspect? And here comes Gallagher again. Fucking hell. Both men rolling around the ring, brawling backwards and forwards. Charles Robinson in there. Go on, Charles. Break him up, son. Well, the referees again, four of them trying to get these men off each other. Charlie. They will, they will have an eye forfeit match back at the moment. Try not to tear each other apart here. And business oh. is picked up. Referees unsuccessful, unsuccessfully keeping them apart. <laughs> Ah, finally get some separation between the two. Well, there's a lot of bad blood here. And Davari, again, not giving up. Referee's trying to get some separation and get some order between these two. I mean, it was a goddamn parlay, James. It was a parlay, and stuff like this shouldn't happen in a parlay. You're right about that. Yeah, it looks looks like it has the potential to be a very interesting match. And I'm, you know, I'll be glad to see an end to this feud and see what the gentleman Jack can go on to. Exactly, but contract signing is always the same, aren't they, you know? They are indeed, yes. Uh, main event time, Dan? The main event is Swan versus Nice. Yeah, we've seen Swan come back after the doctors took him away a couple of weeks ago with the attack. We've seen him in action. Was he any good? Uh, you know, he was all right. You know, he, he had to recover from his loss to Neville the previous week. So, you know, it's... It's good to get him for him to get a victory with the rich kick. So yeah, like I say, Swan beat Nice, and uh, then he got on the mic and he called out Neville. What did he call him? Uh, he called him Dumbo. <laughs> yeah, which is uh, very interesting. <laughs> but I think he's the first person to say it out loud. Yeah, and uh, told him to get in the ring as well. But it was too scripted for Neville, and he's not strong on the mic, and neither um, is Swan. Nah, Newt Swan is just as weak on the mic, but you know. It is a title match at the Rumble, basically. Yeah, exactly, the long and short yeah. of it. That was the gist of it. And we move on to the next episode now of 205. So, yeah, next episode is January 17th, episode 8. And the first match, Dan, was? And the first match is Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak. And Fox comes out screaming at Cedric prior to him dumping her last week. And uh, Dar comes out and takes Fox's side. Yeah, and uh, Dar takes her away and naught to crazy in a week, really, for Fox, wasn't it, you know? Yeah, and uh, Dar runs back in and him and Gulak team up only for Cedric to get the better of it. Yeah, the referees come out and set cheap shot Cedric with the uh, the old chop block. Uh, will we still get a match? Yes, and uh, Gulak worked the leg. Uh, it was too much, though, even though Cedric tried. Gulak did get the win. Uh, next match, Dan? Uh, it is the Premier Athlete, Tony Nice going against Mustafa Ali. Yeah, both doing really well. Both uh, having victories and impressing a lot to her five recently, aren't they? Yeah, you know, Tony with his strength, definitely impressing us, and Mustafa Ali with his brilliance. Yeah, very, really, really good high fly. And what about the match? Uh, yeah, it was a brilliant back and forth match. A huge knee by Nice for the win. Yeah. Uh, a bright future ahead for the big heavyweight. I think, well, yeah. Not I the think... heavyweight, but a strong man. That he's, he's the build of a heavyweight who fights like a cruiserweight. Honestly, with Nice, I think there's a lot of uh, potential in him. And uh, the main event is the I forfeit match with uh, Davari versus Jack Gallagher, a match we're most looking forward to. Uh, in the early going, uh, we see both men exchanging holds and uh, Jack grabbing the umbrella now. Well, it is a no DQ match between the two. So it's, you know, the first man to shout I forfeit and the first man to do so 
he gives up on this whole rivalry between the two, putting an end and a full stop to yeah, this. Exactly. The referee's got a microphone as well asking both men and Devarin now's got the umbrella off Gallagher and snaps it in half. Over Jack Gallagher's back and throws it down the entranceway far away from Gallagher to humiliate him. Well, I don't know why Devarin just broke the umbrella ball there. Just threw it away and now he's going to attack Gallagher. Maybe, like I say, the embarrassment of uh, weeks gone past. But Jack Swagger managing to dodge Davari's <laughs> Devar- uh, onslaught, getting a big clothesline takedown and big punches to the head. You called him Jack Swagger. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, and Jack Gallagher there getting getting dropped on the edge of the ring apron there. And is he going to forfeit? No, he's not. Oh, Davari's going to try and work it down a little bit more. But are we going to see a more serious side? We've seen Gallagher in the ring messing about as it was, you know, maybe we're going to have to see something a little bit different from him tonight. Because like we say, it's going to be the first man that says, I forfeit, isn't it? It is. Well, you know, it is Jack Gallagher's going to have to step up a gear, get rid of the showmanship and show him what a hardcore wrestling match is. And, you know, Jack Gallagher can't lose at his own game. No, he can't. Exactly. It's his type of match for Devari's in control at the moment. Just throws Gallagher to the outside. And like I say, the, the, we've seen the build-up as this match has uh, come forward. Um as Devoe hits a net breaker. I mean, I would rather see this match on like Rumble uh, pre-show, do you know, a kickoff. do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it would be, you know, as a main event match, but, you know, 205 Live is bringing the audience in and people are going to be talking about an I-forfeit match with a British wrestler going against Devari. You know, it is two good names. Yeah, and um, Devari now working on Gallagher on the outside. Got an Irish whip him. Oh. throws him into the barricade and Gallagher he's in a lot of trouble referee asking Gallagher if he forfeits Gallagher refusing to give in though it's going to take a lot to stop Gallagher but Devari at the moment throwing him into the other side of the barricade now throws Gallagher into the apron oh he's certainly delivering a lot of punishment I think Devari's had enough of being humiliated we saw him come out and attack Gallagher last week taking him down with a chop block and you know he's just adding insult to injury now Slamming him down now, grabbing the mic. And the Royal Rumble two weeks away. Remember the Rumble, Dan. Remember, Remember the, the Rumble. Rumble. And again, Gallagher saying no. Davari throws him back in the ring. Will we see any weapons in this match, do you reckon? Um, oh, I don't know. I think there might be an introduction of a chair. But can Gallagher make a comeback now? Oh, no. Oh, big knee to the midsection there uh, by Davari to Gallagher. And it just he just deposits the smaller man. Going to the outside. What's he trying to come up with now? What's he got? Oh, comes from behind though. Gets Jack Gallagher. Gets his leg. Oh no, he's stretching his midsection around the ring post. Well, Gallagher shouting now, saying no, but Davari, very clever, like I say, using the ring post as his friend. Gallagher trying to fight him off, managing to do so. But for how long? Well, Devari's in control. Are we surprised by the amount of control Devari's been in? Uh, I am actually a little bit, yeah. You know, I've, we've completely underestimated Devari, well, I have for sure. Well, I always thought he'd be on losing them, but at the moment, Gallagher's got a, a lot of fights to do to get back into this. He's been thrown about at the moment. He certainly has, yeah. You know, throwing him back to the outside, going to give him more punishment. What's it going to take, though, for Jack Gallagher to forfeit? Oh, wait a minute. Where's he going? Oh... He's going for his uh, head tap. Oh! Bouncing Gallagher's head off the announcer table there. Oh, now Gallagher throwing back in. And like you say, he's got that head towel, head scar, has head... Uh. 
Oh, Tyne Gallagher's wrist. What's he going to come up with here? Well, he's going to be like handcuffs. <laughs> Big right hand takes Gallagher. He's using it to his advantage. And he's just holding Gallagher's hand away from his body so he can't defend himself. Oh, big clothesline. And now he's wrapping him up. Oh, very sneaky by Devare. Well, this all started with Gallagher wrapping Devare up in the package as well, didn't it? Embarrassing it him in the way yeah. he did. And now he's basically handcuffed. Oh. And he just calls Devare a scoundrel. Defiant Jack Gallagher. <laughs> Maybe a mistake from Gallagher. <laughs> Maybe a mistake, but Devari's going to keep going with the big right hands. Gallagher can't defend himself. Oh! Oh, headbutt to the midsection and a kick. I thought about using... Gallagher don't need his hands. How's he going to get out of this? Oh! <laughs> Slips his hands through and uses them to untie himself. Very clever. He, I told you, Gallagher is a bit like a magician, you know, a contortionist, you know, the way he can move about. And he's looking under the ring. Ah, a spare umbrella. <laughs> he came prepared. Gallagher, get the umbrella. Oh, oh but a kick to the midsection stops Gallagher in his tracks. Oh, now they're going onto the stage. Oh, throws him into the big screen. And you see that big screen wobble there. It could be a Jericho Rhino thing again. <laughs> and again, Jack Gallagher's taken a lot of punishment. Oh, the stage is there as well, but oh, another short arm clothesline this time to the hard staging area. Area, knee to the face as well. Referee's asking Gallagher not quitting though. He's very defiant, is our Jack. But I like the fire we're seeing in Davari though. Yeah, he's definitely gone up in my estimations. What's he gonna do now? Try and power drive Gallagher. This would be the end. Oh, Gallagher trying to fight it. Drops Davari. Oh, there we go. He's got him in a slingshot now. Slingshot oh. to the big screen. <laughs> Knocks Davari for six. And now Gallagher, feeling it, is going to look for his weapon of choice. Ah, his beloved umbrella. Oh. Shot to the midsection there, dropping Davari. Umbrella, umbrella, umbrella. <laughs> now Gallagher's uh, on the delivering end of the punishment. Or Devar is on the receiving end of the punishment, shall I say? He's asking the ref to ask every time he says no, he's getting hit with that umbrella. Devari just running away at the moment. Oh, look at the nice Gallagher sorting out the apron, but maybe he took his time doing that. Oh, he did, and Devari meets him with a double axe handle smashed to the head, and Gallagher to the outside again, and Gallagher going out like a ragdoll. Oh, big headbutt though by Gallagher, and he's going. <laughs> what was that? He said it'd be a good idea if you guys probably move. <laughs> Oh, and Devari's going to throw Gallagher. Oh! Goes sailing over the table and tumbling down. But Gallagher's told him he's going to do that to Devari. He did indeed. And the fans. Um, the fans wanting tables. I think they've had enough of the umbrellas. Fucking hell. And of course, the table didn't break, so it is a gentleman's rule that you must break the table. He's got the monitor off as well. Oh! Devari sweeping Jack Gallagher's leg from underneath him, though, taking him down. Well, now he's got him up. He's not going to try a powerbomb, is he? Oh, but a backdrop from Gallagher. Oh, fair play, Jack Gallagher. Both men, it's been a good fight so far. But Gallagher managing to counter everything Davari has to offer. Another umbrella. That's the third one of the night. <laughs> a huge running dropkick there. <coughs> huge running dropkick, but Gallagher on Davari hit the barricade as well. And, and another umbrella being introduced into the match. <laughs> third one of the night. <laughs> yeah, 
Third time lucky. Oh. Takes you down on the face with a mic. Well, there you go. Jack Gallagher would be too nice. Saying extraordinary gentleman. He'd let Davari forfeit and he wouldn't hit him over the head with the umbrella. But Davari with a cheap shot with the microphone. Oh, and locks in the... Uh, what is that? It's like a sleeper. It comes up variation sleeper, yeah. Davari oh. trying to put out Gallagher. Oh, but Gallagher getting a hold of his brolly and beating Davari off with it. <laughs> well, he don't have... <laughs> oh! Straight across the chest. Locks up Davari's arm. Oh, my God. He's got the submission in with the umbrella helping him out as well. And there we go. Davari forfeiting. Fucking hell. I think Jack Gallagher's going to break his arm. <laughs> yeah. On Fisher's side of Gallagher showing he can get the job done. The extraordinary gentleman wins and wins a few, Dan. He does indeed, yes. What did we think of that match? That was a bloody good match. A jolly good match, you scoundrel. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good end to feud. Like I say, we've seen the build-up going into it. And uh, the payoff, as it was, Davari looking very impressive in defeat. I was just about to say that. Davari, he put on a brilliant performance. Jack, again, you know, yet goes on to carry on. I'd like to see more from these two guys. Obviously not in this feud, because this feud has come to an end. Yeah, but like I say, it'd be interesting to see what Jack Gallagher does next as well, isn't it, you know, and uh, a good way to end it, and a very good match as well, to keep everybody interested there, especially an hour after Smackdown's just finished live, to be able to people still into it, uh, it was it was good all round, so we go on to the last episode of 205 Live, episode 9, which is 24th of January 2017, and uh, Neville starts his show being interviewed by Tom Phillips. And yeah, he's asked if he's worried that Rich Swan is gaining momentum, uh, he's resilient but lacks common sense and Swan hasn't learned his place. At Rumble, there will be no mercy. 205 belongs to me. Oh yeah, and Neville says Cedric is my opponent later and he should kneel down to the king of the cruiserweights. It was a better promo by Neville uh, first off, wasn't it really? It, it yeah. Better than it was a couple of weeks ago. And the first match, Dan? Uh, the first match is TJ Perkins against the strong man Tony Nice. Yeah, and we're just seeing... Uh, the end of it now has been a like say, good back and forth match. Perkins blocking the suplex now. Now the combination. Yeah. And can your man TJP get some momentum now? We say Nice has been impressive in recent weeks. TJP getting Nice up. Oh, delivering a stunning. Tony Nice coming in and cutting off TJP. Slowing the young man down. Yeah, it looked like Perkins was going to go fly to the outside, but Nice scouted that. And that was like a huge clothesline there. And like we said, we've been impressed by Nice in recent weeks, haven't we? Yes, he, even though he is quite often on the losing side of things, uh, him and Drew Gulak. Yeah. Uh, but TJP rolls him up. Oh, and oh. manages to get the free. Very cheeky. Well, surprises Nice there. He does indeed. And Oh, but Nice grabbing Perkins from behind. Oh. German suplex into the turnbuckle. Fucking hell. <laughs> That was not nice. No, that, that was, was nice. very not nice. That was nice. <laughs> and now Nice exposing his knee. And this is the knee that hit Mustafa Ali with. Oh, bloody hell. Hey, Perkins head off. And Nice saying, there we go, he wants to be the main event. And the Premier Athlete sending a message there. 
Well, is this the start of a feud? Well, it might look that way. I mean, Perkins is not going to take that line down, is he? You know, both well, men. He can't really get up at the moment, so he's going to have to take it lying down at the moment. <laughs> well, yeah, at the moment, but in future, when Perkins comes back, I hope he's not seriously injured at the moment. At the moment, he's not really moving about in he'll the ring. Back. And he'll here be comes Therese. He's got Tony Nese's number. Well, if he has Tony Nese's number, not Nese looked very impressive even in defeat. Perkins managed to just nick a victory. And we've seen the end of the Gallagher-Davari feud. Maybe this is the next feud that's going to be a focus on 205, Dan. It is indeed, yes. you know, And it looks like it could be a very spicy feud between the two. You know, you've got the high-flying, quite technical-esque ability of TJ Perkins against a strong man, Tony Nese. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be good. And we see now... Uh, He's been taken away backstage by the doctors. But I think Perkins just a little bit banged up, like you say. He could live to fight another day, Dan. Yeah. Next match, Dan. The next match is uh, Trip Bradshaw versus another former Cruiserweight champion, Brian Kendrick. Yeah, and uh, B Zizzle was on the mic before the match saying, you're not taking my spot, even if we are in your hometown, which has got a cheap pot. But Kendrick's not having it anymore. He still wants to keep his spot on 205 Live and he's going to fight for it. Most definitely, yeah, and he talks about Tajiri's injury. Yeah, unfortunately, Tajiri suffered a slight injury on his uh, debut Tour 5, so he might be out for a little while. Not had great luck in injury department at the moment, have they, on Tour 5 or <laughs> No, NXT? not really, no. No, but uh, there was a handshake before the match. Bit of respect between the two guys. Yeah, I think Kendrick respects the young kid, but like I say, Jerry's in there, he's wondering if he's late to JBL, because, of course, his name is Trip Bradshaw. Well, you know, it's... Uh... Yeah, I mean, you might be related to uh, JBL, do you know what I mean? Apart from being black, but then again, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Kendrick just hands a beat into Trip, and the Captain Hooks makes him tap in record time. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately for uh, for old Bradshaw, he has to come back and fight another day, but Kendrick still has got man on the mission. Backstage, Dan? Backstage, Swan wishes Cedric good luck in his match tonight. Yeah, and of course, that is the main event, and it's Cedric Alexander versus... Neville, in any early going, Dan? Uh, Neville has the advantage early on, and Cedric's mini comeback was halted when Neville drove him into the barricade. Yeah, and since then, Neville's been staring over Cedric, and we see Neville, like I say, winning in the tag team match, beating Perkins and Swan in singles action as well, and now going against Alexander. He's been on a roll, as Certainly, yes. And that superplex is starting to cause a bit of devastation amongst the 205 Live guys. It is, in- it is indeed, and especially when you consider as well that at the Royal Rumble, which is uh, it's this Sunday now, it will be Neville versus Rich Swan for the Cruiserweight titles. And you've got to say, Neville's a favourite going into it, haven't you? Most definitely, yeah. You know, he's <coughs> certainly the more veteran of the lot of them. He's fought his time in the WWE. Come out very impressive there. He's high five live. And he's making a storm through there. I mean, you know, I think he is the bad guy that Brian Kendrick couldn't be. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I think it's a guy, it's a really good place for him. And as I say that, Cedric Alexander hits Neville with a huge back elbow. Might have rocked Neville there. Oh. But a handspring step up in Seguri from Alexander, rocking Neville. <laughs> yeah, Neville's in trouble. But again, so clever of Neville every time he gets into the outside. But, but ca- in 205 Live... What happens when you're right outside? That's the dangerous position as Alexander's there now. His eyes have lit up. He's been involved in this uh, love triangle, trying to get that out of his mind. Oh! Sailing over the top with a somersault, takes out Neville and lands on his feet. And I think he just collapses in sheer amazement of what he'd done. <laughs> well, fair play. And we talk about if Alexander can beat Neville in this match, he will go right up in the Cruiserweight rankings as well. Well, you know, he's going against a man who's beaten two former Cruiserweight champions. 
And Alexander now picking his spot to hit Neville with. Big springboard manoeuvre coming up. Here we go. Something special is going to happen here, James. Oh, big takedown. A beautiful springboard clothesline. Oh. oh. But Neville managing to kick out. Uh-huh. And like I say, yeah, Neville with a shoulder up. But Alexander, they're two huge moves, putting everything on the line as well. He certainly is. But it only takes one huge superplex for Neville to regain his momentum. Either it's just one mistake, isn't it? Alexander just needs to take his time and Neville will capitalise on it. We've seen this in the past weeks on two I five live. Alexander now stalking Neville. And Neville there, do you think just trying to slow things down, do you know what I mean? Trying to get hold of Yeah. Um do you think this is the best thing for Neville? Yeah. Yeah. Rather than being jobbed out as a face on Raw. Would you rather him like, you know, he is quite a small fish in a big pond up on SmackDown and Raw. But here he is a huge fish in a medium to large size yeah, pond. Yeah, I think it works perfectly. Fucking hell. <laughs> Fuck happened there. <laughs> Cedric Alexander, Neville inside out, gets a really, really close pinfall. <laughs> yeah, kick out. Uh-huh. <laughs> but look at the replay. Fucking, Fucking hell. hell. I think that's called the Spanish fly. Using Neville's <laughs> momentum against him, turning him inside out, slamming him to the mat, and a beautiful move from Cedric Alexander. If Neville's on Raw and SmackDown, we wouldn't see moves like that. Definitely <laughs> so. not, no. Oh, but Neville's still managing to fight. Oh, but Nev- uh, but Alexander fighting back. He's got him with a big right hand. Oh. Spinning heel kick from Neville to the midsection, followed by a big kick to the jaw, and another spinning heel kick to the midsection. <laughs> Neville going to bounce off the ropes, but Alexander, big kick. Oh, he's going for lumbar check, Neville reverses. Oh. Oh. Throws him against the ropes, grabs him, and just German suplexes him, throws him halfway across the ring. Uh, what a beautiful release that was by Neville and Alexander. <laughs> it looks to be in big trouble. And Neville now, the power. Picking up Alexander, who's pretty much dead weight. Fucking <laughs> hell. Just holding him there as well. German suplex, bridging out. Oh. But Alexander managing to kick out. Ah. And Dumbo here, Neville, cannot believe that Alexander's got the heart in it already. Still got the heart to fight in this match. Is Neville thinking, What's going, what am I going to do to put him away? You could argue Alexander's is fought harder than Swan or Perkins did. He has indeed, yeah. And maybe it's a no fear. You know, you're not scared of losing. You're just going to give everything. But the big bad Neville, like you say, back up now. Oh, and Neville setting him up on top. And we've seen, like you say, the vicious superplex before. He hits this. We know it is over and done with. Could it be the third victory in a row with this manoeuvre? Oh, Cedric fighting, though. Cedric fighting. He doesn't want to be hit. Anything. Any strikes will do. Clubbing blows to the back of Neville there. Oh, sunset flip. Powerbomb. But Neville backflips out. (laughs) Cedric Alexander looks surprised. That's like Avengers shit then by Neville. Oh, yeah. Oh, but Alexander luring Neville in and a big step up in Seguri. Rocking Neville. He drops to the mat. And that might have knocked him out. And Cedric now. Good look, trying springboard on Neville. Who's this? Noam Dar? Yeah, Noam Dar's come out here. Been caught with a huge clothesline by Cedric Alexander. And the match continues. Oh, fumbled. Well, Cedric went for the springboard and tripped, and Neville's got him in a submission now, and Cedric has to tap out. Wow. And there's Adrian Neville with the win. Well, Neville's still holding on and <laughs> debuting that new submission hold. 
beating Cedric. Cedric, you could say, was arguably might have put Neville away if Nah Dan come out, Dan. Uh, potentially, yeah. And if he hadn't have slipped off the top rope, which... Yeah, <laughs> yeah if he hadn't slipped. <laughs> we see the replay now. Oh, Who's no. that mask, dude, in the bottom left? Uh, just, just a figure they have for 205. <clears throat> oh, 205 Avatar. Yeah, and that's what he said. We said this earlier. One little mistake, and Neville will prove it here. So we've got Neville versus Swam for the Cruiserweight title of the Rumble. I mean, at the moment, you've got to say it's all for Neville, isn't you? Oh, haven't the, you? No, I'm Dar gloating over Alexander. Neville don't look impressed. Oh, Dar wants to be friends with Neville. That's fair enough. Oh, come on now. He's like, no way, Darzay. <laughs> well, Neville saying to now, Dar, you're not sharing my spotlight, mate. Throws him out of the ring, continues his assault on Cedric Alexander. And Neville, there we go, with the punches as well. But you've got to say, yeah, Neville's a heavy favourite going into... Wait a minute. (gasps) Here comes Rich Swan. Yeah, here comes the Cruiserweight champion. And Rich Swan's not backing down with Neville. Going straight with the punches. Oh, Rich Swan looks really pissed off. But Neville ramming his head into the top turnbuckle. And Noam Dar coming in to beat Cedric Alexander. I mean, he is... Like a vulture plucking at the pieces. But Alexander reverses, throws Dar outside and starts kicking James's number two's ass. Well, Alexander now is fighting with Dar backstage and in the ring. Swan taking down Neville. Go on, Rich. Richie boy. Well, you don't want none of this, Neville, do you? I mean, Swan with the right hands. Like we say, losing to Neville in recent weeks, disrespecting Rich Swan. Well, you know, he's. I think he's got a lot of anger. He's tearing his way through the cruiserweight. So I don't think Neville's lost the match. Yeah, but he might have lost it now. And both men brawling. And we've seen a lot of uh, referees and security coming out here to, to stop a lot of interference. I'd just like to say that Oscar fought off more than what's restraining both these guys. Yeah, I, I think that's fair to say. And Rich Swan's still on top. Both men going at it. And, well, we're going to see these two men fight. At the Royal Rumble, that's it. But what have you thought of 205 tonight? What have you thought of the 205 catch-up, Dan? It's been brilliant. You know, they're starting to tell some really good stories. Seeing the end of one storyline, but, you know, the start of a potential couple more. And, you know, there's always more exciting things on the horizon. You know, they've got a few little things they need to work on. But aside from that, yeah, brilliant wrestling. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. It's, it's, the reason we watch 205 Live, and I think you agree, is to see different cruiserweights, and I think we've seen a real different style of it, haven't we? Oh, we've got all sorts of different cruiserweights, you know, going from the strong and powerful Tony Nese to the high-flying Cedric Alexander. Yeah, so we move on from 205 Live, and as we say, this is the Network Roundup. So we're going to talk about the latest comings on the WWE Network in January, and we've had a few collections added. We've been talking about the collections before. Uh, latest one was Subscriber's Choice, the Royal Rumble. And we've had other stuff as well, Dan, haven't we? Yeah, we've had uh, new classic contest smackdowns from 2006 to 2007. The destruction of the Shield. Uh, you also watched the main event, episode 80, which is Shield versus White, which is a part of that feud of the matches that they have, which is not including of destruction of Shield. But the collection's quite fun there when you want to watch like eight matches yeah. of the same thing in a row, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? And uh, other things that have happened. We talked about W main event on the W Network as well with two huge matches on there, Dan, wasn't there? Uh, yeah, it was Bo Dallas and Young versus the Shining Stars. 
and Davari versus Lince Dorado. So, I mean, we don't watch main event, but, you know, when it's got a Davari versus a Lince, then it might be worthwhile. Uh, and also coming on the network as well, was this week always happens every week on the W Network. Latest comers are going from Raw and SmackDown. And, of course, this is Goldberg, Lesnar, take a face off on Raw, Dan. What did you think of oh, that? Oh, very exciting. It was, you know, the way it ended and just a big three-way stare down. All three must be favourites going into the Royal Rumble match. Yeah, honestly, it is going to be huge. And also, coming in January was the WWE UK tournament that we have covered, obviously, in 85, part one and part two. Also, Talking Smack, which is every Tuesday, and the uh, 24th of January one uh, off the episode of SmackDown 910 was the uh, interesting one. Shane O'Mac at the moment is hosting duties because Daniel Bryan. Uh, Daniel Bryan is not hosting because he's having a baby with his wife or his partner, Brie. Yes, yeah, so baby's coming soon. And, and uh, <laughs> the first guest is Mickey James. Yeah, and she's happy to be back. But she has something interesting today, didn't she? Uh, she said no women remember her. And it's a bit of a slap in the face with... The women's revolution. Yeah, and she sees herself in Alexa Bliss. Uh, I see myself in Alexa <laughs> Bliss as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, next guest was uh, Homo Rawley. We're uh, Mojo Rawley. No, we're not going to talk about uh, old Rawley. And, and he was talking about his uh, little <laughs> win there. No, we don't. Elevating him to the Royal Rumble matchup. Yeah, which you're going to get eliminated. The least eliminations and the quickest eliminated as well. Um, AJ uh, Styles ended the show. He did. And this was interesting because on SmackDown, of course, we saw the... Uh, the Cena, well, he was pissed off basically after his altercation with Cena, wasn't he, yeah? Uh, yeah, you know, Cena saying he's just another guy and that he's pretending to be John Cena. Yeah, and it's just, Shane said it was the first time that AJ Styles is really being called out, you know? Uh, Cena was acting because Styles won 2-3. Yeah, this is all what AJ Styles said. And also he says Cena could make it in the Indies. Do you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, then again, it might help John Cena out. I mean, he's certainly got a big character. There's, I've seen wrestlers on the independents with big characters that still get through. You know, he's a big name. He'd sell a lot of tickets. So, you know. Yeah, but he's, he wouldn't be a big name if he'd have first started. If he, the 2002 if, John Cena had oh, been in the Indies. Oh, if he'd have first started in the Indies, no. Oh, exactly that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He, he couldn't, you know what I mean? Now he, might, he could, yeah, but not when he first started. And uh, Cena didn't deserve to come back and just get a title shot. It felt like SmackDown was against Styles, which... You can't really argue with that, can you, you know? But if you're a champion, you've got to defend against all comers. Certainly what John Cena like portrayed in his mantra when he was champion. Yeah, m- m- most definitely. And and uh, finally, AJ talked about the Rumble post. Have you seen the Royal Rumble post? I have, yeah. And Styles is in the background. <laughs> yeah, and he said spot it. And that's what annoyed him as well. And, you know, AJ, fantastic on talking smack. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to that match at the Royal Rumble. And we watched as well, the last thing we watched was Bring It to the Table, which was January the 2nd. And it was uh, Heyman and JBL and character with uh, Peter Rosenberg. Uh, who? 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 Uh, who? Just some dude is being on the ESPN and stuff. That's all I know. And all I can tell as well, he's really afraid of JBL and Paul Heyman. They do have this format already in America. Yeah, they have it on like ESPN and other channels yeah. like that, where you know, quick fire questions and stuff like this. Yeah, and they're meant to break kayfabe and get behind the scenes, but unfortunately, Peter was too scared to really argue his point. Oh, yeah, uh, Lesnar and Goldberg were both talked about, but Hay- Heyman, like we say, was in complete character at this point, wasn't he? You he know? was, yeah. You know, he just never broke it. 
No, he was like my client Brock Lesnar, and and when he was asked if it was going to stretch, why they stretch it to WrestleMania, he kind of you know he it, shut him down, saying what you're talking about. Yeah, and then they had like the Yale Boo section, which was one minute each, which was Ellsworth two i five live, uh, Raw Women's Title brand extension of John Cena, and uh, guess what, Dan? Well, uh, what is that, James? They didn't dislike anything. They didn't dislike anything at all. No, it was completely pointless. It really was. And with the John Cena one, they said they outdoes them all. Uh, JBL Heyman said outdoes them all, even San Martino, Hogan, or Austin. They said that San Martino had 800 dates, but Cena has. But they, them dates were just New York, Chicago, whereas yeah. John Cena's dates is Dubai, London, Paris, America. They really were so pro John Cena, it was unbelievable, you know? Yeah, so it was quite pointless, really. It really was pointless. And they talked about the road to WrestleMania as well, and Rumble surprises. Rumble surprises, yeah. JBL thing. Yeah, which was probably the best thing said on the whole thing, that JBL wouldn't see Nakamura, yeah. that he wasn't disrespected as well. Uh, they talked about the Untaker's return as well. Uh, yeah, and Heyman ripped Peter for calling him Taker. Yeah. It's like, you know, do you know him? Why are you calling him Taker? And then he was like, oh, what do you call him, Heyman? Heyman was like, I call him Sir, because <laughs> yeah. he deserves that respect. Uh, it's it's just horrible, 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 horrible. And the section and uh, JBL picked Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Uh, do you know what I mean? I mean, what, why go for Bret? You know, what? What? Uh, it's, it's just pointless. It's easy target, uh, and it's really annoying. Other points they talked about, Dan. Uh, three hours of Raw, the biggest revenue stream. Uh, Heyman said, "Your bitch is moaning." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, when asked. Uh, if there should be four hours of Raw, JBL said, well, it's the biggest revenue stream. Uh, I don't know why they want to take an hour away. And then basically, yeah, Heyman said about everybody bitch on the internet. But we are the bitches on the internet. Do you know what I mean? We pay yeah. the network uh, and we talk about wrestling. That's what the people... On Twitter, they are the people who yeah. say bitch on the internet. And that's who everybody says, hashtag Raw Rumble. Do you know what I mean? It's I, I really don't understand it now, this day and age. Yeah. It's a bit crazy and it is, you know. But rather than try and take the question serious, like good publicity or PR for the WWE. Yeah, it really was. And other questions, hard-hitting questions that were asked, Dan. Uh, Ric Flair and Halle Berry. Yeah, has she ever rode, uh, ever rode Space Mountain? Was one of Well, those she claims she hasn't, but Ric <laughs> Flair claims she has. Who do you believe? Oh, there we go. I think we all know the answer there. Uh, the Bella Twins YouTube channel. Uh, your favourite YouTube channel. Ever, you're the biggest subscriber, and I see you're wearing your Bella Twins t-shirt. Right? Yes, huge news, not. And then finally... Um, Conor Co- McGregor. Conor McGregor, yeah. And uh, what did Heyman say? Uh, Heyman said it would be great for McGregor, and it is banter between him and WWE. You know, it was just a laugh. Yeah, well, when McGregor posted that, he'd slap anybody in the WWE. Uh, people got hot by it. You know, Heyman said yeah. he didn't. It's just everybody having a laugh. And uh, Heyman said that Connor should be a Heyman guy as well. Yeah. And, and a big finish, Dan? Uh, big finish. And what did they say about Hope Hogan? Uh, will he ever come back? And their response was, when Vince lets it happen, it will. Yeah, simple as that. Vince funds the rule. You kind of felt when they were doing this show, they had Vince McMahon in the corner watching them because it was so awful. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's kind of... It's what we're doing badly, you know? But you've said that on a couple of occasions listening to Stone Cold's podcast you know it seems like that they've got a pair of eyes watching them and they have that in script 
you know, and they can't deviate it, deviate from it whatsoever. And I think that's what helps talking smack is because I feel when SmackDown finishes and now you've got two oh five live, they're gonna go home now and just let them say and do basically what they want and that's why you're getting a bit more what is behind the scenes. Yeah. Unless they are just doing that job of, you know, like the Wizard of Oz, like they're they're, they're pulling the strings so you feel that. But if you're going to do a programme like this, you have someone like Daniel Bryan on the show, don't you? Or you oh, have... definitely. You need like a, a definite, honest opinion who will say what he feels. Yeah, you need uh, Mick Foley as opposed to a Ric Flair on there. Do you know, you need someone who will will talk about it. Maybe Jim bringing Jim... Like, Peter Rosenberg made a joke, oh, you want Jim Ross to do this. But maybe Jim Ross is somebody who's not in WWE Good Books at the moment. But do you know what I mean? Would be good for a show like that if they wanted to tell the truth definitely, about it. yeah. But this is what we're here for, to tell you the truth about these programmes. And yeah, unfortunately, that wasn't the best. But like I say, a lot of stuff in January on the WWE Network. And one of the biggest things happening is this Sunday now, or tomorrow if you listen to this. And it is, Dan, the WWE Royal Rumble 2017. Remember the Rumble, Dan. Remember the Rumble. Remember the Rumble, but also don't forget NXT TakeOver. Yes, yes, indeed. Saturday night, it's going to be huge. We're watching both live, and it's just going to be off the chain. You know what I mean? We've talked about it. We've had an NXT update with Cruiserweight Action and stuff like this on the network. We are just ready for this huge weekend that's ahead of us, TakeOver and the Rumble. And, of course, that's the next time we'll be with you on the podcast will be the WWE Raw Rumble 2017. We've got so much to look forward to going into it. So many little mini games that we're going to do during the Raw Rumble. People can play at home if you want to do that, and then you can send us the scores afterwards. We're, we're, there's going to be so much thing, and there's going to be out of the three tables on the line, all points for everything as well. So it, it's kind of this weekend. Do you know what I mean, Dan? It is going to be one epic weekend, and we're going to be working really hard to try and deliver the best Royal Rumble and NXT TakeOver events we can. Exactly, and you can follow us across all the platforms as we do it. We're on Twitter, at WWE Network Review, or... At Vince McDan, WWE. I'm at J underscore Rollins. We're also on Facebook, Dan. Uh, Facebook, you can come and find our page. We are the WWE Network Review. Come and give us a like there, share your thoughts. My friend, I am Vince McDan. And, of course, across all the Google platforms as well. Google Plus, WWE Network Review. You can send us an email to WNRpodcast at gmail.com. And also, we're on YouTube as well. There are numerous ways to listen to us. We're on SoundCloud. On your phone. We're also on Stitcher Radio. And we're on iTunes. You can download, subscribe, rate, and review there. But that is everything for this week's show. Like we say, remember the rumble, everybody. I have been James Rowlands, and I've been joined by... Dan White. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.